Oh, gosh. Oh, golly. This is your old pal, Benny the Saint. And I'm here to once again tell you fine people about Kyrgyz. Kyrgyz has been our sponsor for 17 years now. Why, you ask? First of all, stop interrupting. Second of all, because they make the best felt slippers that you've ever worn in this or any other alternate timeline. Perhaps you've never worn a pair of these sublime slippers. Well, guess what, pal? Today's the day you get your pride back. Just go to kyrgyz.com. K-Y-R-G-I-E-S. You guessed it. Dot com. And use our extra special promo code at checkout to get 15% off each and every order you place. That promo code, of course, is I-L-K. In all caps. That's right. We're an all caps sort of podcast. Again, that's kyrgyz.com. K... Y R G I E S dot com and the promo code I L K in all caps. Save some money. What are you nuts? Because I'm nuts. Nuts about savings. Okay. Let's start the show, I guess. <laughs> International. Masi caballeros. Me llamo Benjamin Choloc. I am a a reigning co-host here at I Learn Nothing, and welcome to episode 141 of I Learn Nothing, a philosophy podcast for for cabrones, pendejos, y uh, criminales, uh, also, narcos, also <laughs> pinche, also baboso, pinche babosos. What else do I know how to say? Uh, <laughs> chingón, chingones, un, po, un pocas para chingones. Uh, what else? Um, me amo Patricio. Sí, Patricio aquí. Sí. Patricio aquí. <laughs> Enfrente uh, de mí. Hold on. Let's see what I can do. Patricio pa- aquí con mi amiga. Benita <laughs> e... fucking dick. Yeah. Get it? I, I call I called you I, I called yeah. you a woman and that's funny for some reason. Yeah, you you gendered me. Oh, what an insult. You're a girl now. Yeah. Fucking own. Fucking girl. Yeah, you're like a fucking girl now, Ben. Hey, why don't you go do your fucking girl stuff? <laughs> I'm just gonna chill here and smoke a pipe. Fucking it's rules. like okay, man. Why not? Uh ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Uh, glad to have you here. Uh, I'm you. I'm about to teach Pat some philosophy. <laughs> that's that that's that's wild, man. Yeah. I'm looking uh, I'm looking forward because here's the deal. First of all, hello, how are you? Hello. Whatever. How's your Kepasa. mother? <laughs> Kepasa, Mufasa. I hope everything's going good. Mm-hmm. I hope that you are being safe. And if you're not being safe, 
then you're being reckless. Yeah, and it's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, if you're not being safe, then at least be hopelessly reckless. Yeah, I mean, this in, is a, In a dramatic and romantic way. Please, in public. <laughs> this is a uh, sort of a... What, what, I, what I like to call an anti-mask podcast. Ben and I have been looking at the statistics. I mean, looking at the science. And I gotta be honest, Ben, I feel like something's afoot. Like what? Well, I don't know. What are you getting at? It's, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It just seems like... Uh, People, it's like they don't wear a mask. They get sick. What's up with that? <laughs> How do we solve this? Well, yeah, we could maybe wear Not, a mask. Well, I don't know though. Have you been? Have you? Have you been like out recently and seen people like not wearing masks and you're just like muttering under your breath, just um, being like these this motherfucker? <laughs> I do, well, I, I I only see it outside because yeah. I, like the only time I go in the only this is going to sound so much more uh, depressing than I mean it to be the only time I go out like go like I leave the apartment mm-hmm. I'm just outside and I'm like walking around or I'm going to the grocery store that's about it okay so in the grocery store everyone has a mask on however sure. outside people don't but I don't have it on when I'm outside I I, I dude, I'm fully vaxxed brah Okay, so that's fine. But here, let I me stay ask far you this: away from people, I did that I, beforehand. I've been so. Uh, oh, the other day, so there's uh, there's been Hit like me. municipal elections here in here in Texas. Yeah, where it didn't go the way. Yeah, where it turns out that people in te- in Austin are like shittier than you thought they were. Well, because they decided to criminalize homelessness. Yeah, yeah, that's a little odd. Yeah. Well, the thing that kind of sucked. Yeah, that so, sucks, Dick. So in Austin, they had this thing that they passed, which was like. If you're um, basically it's a proposition being like, hey, if you can't panhandle at certain hours, I think, or in certain locations. But it's also like it's an anti-camping thing. Yeah. Yeah. You can't like sleep in certain areas. Like you can't like a lot of homeless people in Austin. They have like, yeah, they have like tents and they'll set up tents and they'll sleep there because they don't have a home. Right. And so I guess a lot because because no one will open up any of the fucking apartment buildings that are unoccupied. Right. The the newly built mm-hmm. condos and apartments that no one is moving into. Why would they? Yeah. <laughs> they can't open those up to some people who, like, might, you know, I don't know, need shelter. Well, the ima- it's, it's one of those things where it's always the amount of money that is spent on um, the people doing anti-campaigning. like yeah. It always comes out that that's the same amount of money they could have, like, the exact same amount of money, basically, could have just housed them. Yeah. So it's like, why don't you just do Could've that? Could have just solved the problem. And also, I, I don't know if I read this map incorrectly, but it seems like that the the most people who voted to, like, not make it criminal to be homeless, yeah. they, like, live more in the concentrated part of the city where yeah. there's, like, homeless people. Yeah. And the people who live on the outskirts... Don't where and, where there's no danger of that, like out in the West Hills yeah, or whatever. And yeah, they, they voted for it, and it's like, well, all right. Yeah, well, sense. you officially suck. You're a bad person yeah, if you voted like, for that. But like sometimes, Ben, when I want to go downtown and see a play, like I'll see a homeless person, and I just get sad, <laughs> and I just don't want to see them. So, I so uh, instead of instead of helping their situation, I'd rather just eradicate them. Get out of here! <laughs> hey. Are you homeless? Fuck you. Fuck you and get out. Yeah, it's odd. Um, oh, God. I started on that, and I don't remember where. <laughs> I think where you were going. Oh, okay. Here's where I was going. What? So we were talking about watching people not wear masks in public, right? Oh, yes. So uh, so Nora and I went to go and vote uh, on this proposition. Like I said, in vogue. 
In Vogue. We went in Vogue, too. (laughs) They were still together. (laughs) Of of all the people to go see, the In Vogue makes the least amount. SWV, maybe you'll go see Wait, what's their main main song? I forget at this point. But I think S... Well, no, I think... Is that I Wanna Be My Love, I Wanna Be My Love? No, man, that's LaBouche. Oh, that's LaBouche, okay. (laughs) Not on Vogue. No doy. (laughs) LaBouche also had... uh, Well, they had a bunch of songs, and... Looking back on them, I, I got I feel like they tricked uh, us. Yeah, they definitely tricked the shit out of us yeah. to buy their albums. We bought them, and then like, like it's so funny. Look back on like how I think good. about how much money I spent on music growing up that I now just think is like really lame or like bad or whatever. Like, how did I get that money back? You know what the first album I ever bought was? Um, I am going to guess. That it's probably like a like a like an audio tape about like Reagan or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> Probably, Why would I do? That? I don't know. Like no. anti Reagan book. <laughs> so I've been tell as I've been living a lie for like ten years. What? <laughs> I've been telling people that my first album was Nevermind. It was uh yeah, Nevermind by Nirvana. Nirvana, the doomed rock band. <laughs> yeah. But that's not really my first album. My what first album <laughs> Big Ones by Aerosmith. Oh my god. <laughs> that sucks so bad. <laughs> why? Why? Why you lie about that? Do you look like a lady? <laughs> Do you know why I bought that album? Um, it's because I found I tracked down that track from from Mrs. Doubtfire, and yeah. I thought it sounded you really cool. It I get it yeah. too, and it really like fit the movie. Yeah, it's a little on the nose. It's a little on the nose. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what if like what if <laughs> big you, ones? What if you saw big it, ones was my first album? You know, here's a Will Smith, here's where Will Smith messed up in his uh-huh. career, and this is why I feel like maybe life has kind of gone downhill. Sure. Is what he should have done is released a rap song for Independence Day. That would have fucking ruled. Oh, did he not? No. I guess no, he didn't. He yeah. just did it for the Men in Black. The song's called Men in Black. It's like the, what is that? It's so funny that he's he's spent more, most of his career fighting aliens. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he seems capable. <laughs> he does. Seems like he knows what he's doing when he's yeah. fighting aliens. I mean, is is the earth still here? <laughs> then stop complaining. Yeah. <laughs> is the earth still turning? The yeah, earth? then we're fine. The earth unfortunately continues to turn. And I've I've been trying to figure out a way to um <laughs> to get it to stop. stop. <laughs> so then we all go fly go flying. Yeah. Off of the, uh... Uh, again, you are an anti human. <laughs> yeah. We, we mentioned this last time. Well, yeah. yeah. I, I def I You I definitely I, know what that means. I not only do I know what it means, <laughs> I I agree with it wholeheartedly. And but I'll say this though, don't ask me to explain it. Okay. Because I wasn't gonna. Good. Otherwise, I'd blow my cover that I yeah. don't know what it is. And I've forgotten. Despite well, the hours of, um, the literal hours of uh, education that you've given me for free. Yeah. As the, that uh, you've never paid attention to. Well, absolutely. <laughs> I think you've retained nothing. You've retained nothing. Yeah. That's the spinoff. Yeah. Yeah, I retained nothing. <laughs> I retained nothing. It's it's really just the same the same fucking podcast. It's just Ben. You really me and then crying. <laughs> it's a lot of tears on on that one. Unfortunately, I'm just like I don't I don't want to quiz you because I'm worried <laughs> that you're just gonna not perform at all. No, I, I you know Ben, that's it's not the first type of performance anxiety that that has been 
you know, associated with me. So we'll, mm-hmm. we'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens. Well, we Hope, shall. Yeah, hopefully it won't, uh, you know, pop one during. <laughs> pop one. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> Ben, how the, how the, how, what's up? How are you? I'm doing good. How are you I'm, doing, beautiful? I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, doing oh, great. Oh, my own. Woke up in a good mood. Went for a walk earlier. Yeah. Eight, eight, ben, I'm having a little, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm having a kind of a sh- kind of a sugar Sunday today. A sugar Sunday? Yeah, it is. I can see your your hands kind of shifting a little bit. <laughs> like you've got a little a little extra energy. A little extra, yeah, yeah. A little well, extra tremble. As everyone knows, I uh, <laughs> I gave myself a tragic case of uh, diabetes. <laughs> and now, but this morning I was feeling very good. I've had a donut hole or two. Okay. Oh, I had three. You had three donut holes. Yeah. How do you feel? I feel fine. Okay. And then I, then Ben and I split an ice cold Coca Cola before yeah. we recorded. So you're being you're being bad today. Is today your cheat day? Ben. I gotta be honest with you. And I know that I've said it before, but it just feels good to be bad. <laughs> the Pat Dean defense. It does feel good to be bad. It does. And I wonder why that is. I, I'm glad that I can share a Coke with you. Yeah, we shared a Coca-Cola. The last Coke we'll ever share together. Well, yeah, I mean, it's kind of odd. Well, what's great is that you still have, like, half of your Coke left, and I just fucking slammed mine. Yeah, you slammed it. Yeah. <laughs> I, slammed I, it. I watched you chug it while we were starting the podcast. Yeah. You were just, like, taking it straight down. Straight to the Being like, this face, is a man dude. who misses his drug. Dude, you, I don't even want to get into it. I honestly... Don't even want to get into the stuff. <laughs> what I do at a grocery store and how unbelievably sad it is to witness just me walking down aisles. Like, what's oh. can I ask you? What's the most like? What is the most? Uh, what you're willing to admit? Yeah. What is the most like pathetic like yearning for for sugar that you've had? Oh man! Since well, you were diagnosed, oh, like God. what's the most pathetic thing you've done sugar to get wise. close to sugar? Yeah. Um, let me think. <laughs> I've definitely like when I walk into RBM, they have like there they there are a bunch of in the name of the short state, short of like short of just like completely caving and buying a candy bar, you know? Oh, you know what okay. I mean? Um, there have been moments where I have like uh, like licking a piece of sugar cane or something like that. You know no, what I mean? Like that. Uh, what what, I've, what I've, <laughs> sounds amazing, but uh, what what I. <laughs> I'm gonna start. <laughs> yeah. uh, I what'll happen is I will like, and I had to stop doing this. I would like walk down the cereal aisle because I didn't. I never ate a lot. I didn't really eat a lot of like sugary cereal. But but every once in a while, I would buy cereal and just have the time of my life. Just yeah, have a yeah. Great weekend. And and just fucking destroy it. Yeah, we went through a weird phase here at Cuck Dude, Nation Studios they made, they where made I ate chur- churro cinnamon, no cinnamon churro crunch or something. What? It's like cinnamon toast crunch, but it's churros. Remember Cookie Crisp? I fucking Cookie Crisp. I love Cookie Crisp. So what'll happen is there's just cookies. Hey, do you want cookies in milk? I do. I love just it. Straight cookies. Yeah, it's it, not a cereal. That's it, not a cereal. Is it served by a, a dog and a fucking felon? Then yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was that about? <laughs> but yeah, so um, I would like. I used to sometimes walk down like the cereal aisle. And I don't, and it'd be a thing where I'm like, okay, well, let's take a look at some of this because sometimes <laughs> I do get surprised. Sometimes yeah. I'll look at something and I'll be like, oh, wow, that has less carbs and less sugar than I thought. Rockin'. Okay. okay. Uh, and I'll, I would look down and just like look at like the, like the nutrition facts on cereal boxes. And please do not ever do that because, man, I would just look at it and be like, nope, and put it back down. And 
anyone watching me would see me look at probably like eight of these and go like look super pissed every time I look at them <laughs> and look even more upset as I looked at the different what, cereal why, boxes. Because of the the sugar count, the count yeah, of like Yeah, it turns out oh. that sugar is in every cereal <laughs> produced by uh, huge companies. Yeah. Yeah, so but you know what? On my birthday, I'm going to eat some cereal. I'm going to eat maybe some uh maybe some Captain Crunch, maybe some Oops All Berries. Is that your favorite? What's your favorite cereal? I don't know. I, I like I like Captain Crunch a lot. Um, I liked Cookie Crisp a lot. Um, growing That's up, just candy. That's yeah. the thing. Why <laughs> do you Christmas, think I like it? <laughs> Cookie Crisp is just candy. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how breakfast cereal. I mean, there's a whole industry of breakfast cereal, and it's just it's just candy. Candy. Well, <laughs> it's all just candy. There's so much that I don't understand. I still am just. Conf- I feel like I have a grasp on what I should eat. I, I'm aware of what I shouldn't. I would be so pissed off if I was like an old school, like, like Russian communist, like official. Yeah. Who watches like the Soviet Union collapse in, in 1991. Yeah, that must have been weird. Yeah. And just be like, why? Like, why? Because why? they've why? been feeding. Why? 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 They've been feeding their children. <laughs> yeah. Nothing, Nothing. But like sugar and chaos. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Must have been weird. Yeah. How did we really lose? <laughs> yeah. Just to look at that and be like, well, all right, way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. M- Mr. Uh, our refills free defeated us. Yeah. Yep, they're always free. <laughs> hey, this is another thing that I'm nonstop like, sugar. Just there's mainlining sugar. Years of working in restaurants. I'd like uh. to just kind of have a, a message to uh, just to, to anyone who, who goes to restaurants. The, the, the refills, they're always free. Yeah. Unless it's in a glass bottle. They're always free. You don't have to ask. And also, you look like a fucking loser. <laughs> I've seen men on dates. On dates. Be like, are refills free? And I'm like, yep. And I walk away like, wow, what a lucky gal. <laughs> what a cool guy she's hanging out with. Um, I should, I don't have enough money to go out, but I'm going out anyway. So what's up with the soda? Don't yeah. worry, my friend. I got you covered. You know what? I won't even charge you for yeah. it. That's oh, you how mean the bad least, I feel the, for the you. least expensive thing? What <laughs> that you're yeah, ordering? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's what you're worried about. Yep. You mean the thing that costs us maybe a cent every time we fill it up? Yeah. Go nuts. <laughs> hey, I mean this is what three dollars, and it and it's it's almost all profit. <laughs> Like it was at it was a Brinker International restaurant, Magianos, and beautiful yeah. Austin, Texas. Yeah, dude, it's a chain restaurant. Brinker International. Yeah, Jeez, that, in Europe, that... in Europe, they're not free. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Everything's more expensive in Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The thing that I'm so my point is that I've figured out <laughs> because they have they have labor standards. <laughs> yeah, and like dignity and stuff. Yeah. So there's like, I'm gonna have like nine sodas with dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, this that's this, just gross. <laughs> this 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 Dr. Pepper really brings out the flavor in this veal piccata that I'm having. <laughs> Fuck you. Um I know what I am eating, what, what I'm supposed to eat, and what I'm supposed to moderate, and I'm not supposed to eat at all. Yeah. And, or just every once in a while. I, I'm sure. aware. I figured that out. But I don't get other other countries' diets where it's like, okay. What do you mean? Do you know how many co- you know how many 
fucking carbs are in white rice. Oh, a lot. But they also don't drink soda all the time. I know, but like it's like you you go, you go like you watch TV and they'll show you like just some like Asian person from Asia and they're just, like skinny and you're like, what the fuck is happening here? It's like a fa- it's it's a foundation of their food. Yeah, I know, but th- they also balance it by like almost not never drinking alcohol. Really? I mean, the Asians for the most part don't really drink alcohol. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, they do. They they do. There is like you know. I guess a an alcoholic tradition. I saw our friend Jim like, S you know, drink a beer one time. So, <laughs> well, I've seen Jim S do more than that. What? <laughs> but Are you uh, serious? well, yeah. Well, look, the Japanese have sake. Uh, the Chinese have this sake thing called fucking rules. Sake rules. Here's the thing: the Chinese have this one liquor called Baijiu. Okay. Did you have that when you were overseas? And- I I did, and let me tell you, it's the most disgusting. Oh wow! Uh, liquor I've ever had in my life. It's really the worst. You know, like taste wise, it just it just is god awful. I feel like I, I should try like um, because because I, I know that the 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 Chinese food that we get here in uh in the the United in the United States of America States of America <laughs> uh there it's like American Chinese. Well, food. yeah, sure. And yeah. I, I like I know that like like Jim S told me that like when he goes to this Chinese place with his family, like they'll give. His 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 mother like yeah the different she can order like off menu yeah or whatever, and yeah. like I just wonder like man I want to have some of that let's try it where do we go uh, do, do you think uh, I'd can, like it we can do it at uh, Asia Cafe I think and I think you would like Asia it Asia Cafe is that is that the one where like the interior of it looks horrible and then you eat the food and it's just the best you've ever had yeah yeah it's, it's the one that we went. We we've been there together, you, yeah. me, and James. We've oh, that's been there the a place bunch of where they gave us an enormous uh, to go box one time, and I felt insulted. Oh yeah, that's right. It's very strange. It's just <laughs> odd. It's like I wonder why they did. We that. went there with uh, Sean. Remember Sean O'Brien? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Out with him. yeah, yeah. He just yeah. grinned. Yeah, he just grinned just and grinned and drank like twelve. <laughs> drank twelve. <laughs> um, uh, what's it called? Miller High Life's for dinner every Why day. Why not? The man knows what he likes, and God yeah. bless him. Uh, yeah, I want to try some because I know there's like interior Mexican food, and I've had that, and it's very good. Yeah, that shit's good. Yeah, I think we should go to Asia Cafe, and we should have some of that. So here's the thing. Hey, give us the Chinese menu, and the, like, what? The, the That's weirder what it is. The weirder dishes are going to be seafood dishes. So are you prepared for a lot of weird fish? And maybe yeah, some love, squid. Yeah, I'm a big I'm a big time fish guy these days, my okay. friend. Yeah, you've moved in Packed onto fish with protein. <laughs> because I'm not supposed to eat red meat anymore because why enjoy yourself? So now I'm just eating <laughs> fish. But it's good. You ever had well, salmon? Salmon's great. Yeah. Sardines? Salmon's Are you kidding me? Yeah. A nice little put again, put my friends. Ben and I are begging you to please. We're, 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 we always beg of you to do two send, things. Send us salted fish. Send us, yeah, well, three things. So send us salted fish. <laughs> two, please join the Catholic Church. Come in from the cold and join the Catholic Church. Yeah. And three, um, well, I forgot what it was. But the point well, that I'm making <laughs> is, oh, no, I remember. Put, you got to make marinara sauce with sardines in them, bro. Here's oh, yeah, for sure. To, here's, let me tell you. you <laughs> okay, know, here we go, some if wisdom. If you want to make, brother, if you want to impress someone, with your GD red sauce. If you want to be known as the umami mommy, 
Because I'm all about the umami. ooh, mommy, mommy. Ooh, mommy. Ooh, mommy. Maro, this Chinese food's great. <laughs> so uh, if you if you want if you want some crazy umami in your goddamn mouth before it slides down your tight little throat, what you want to do with your red sauce? Okay, prepare it however you want with uh-huh. your herbs and spices. And what you want to do is you uh, well first you want to fry or, or you put in sardines okay yeah because you fried in what in, in its own garlic and okay. some and some onions my friend garlic onions and sardines it God, sounds you're making like, me hungry this sounds great yeah it's amazing <laughs> uh, i mean if you eat a little raw it doesn't sound as good however if you cook it it's pretty good so well, sardines usually the sardines you get are already like yeah oh you can just eat sardines brined or whatever yeah yeah sardines out the can, it's fine. but um i just love the idea of eating a sardine and just chomping into like an onion just an uncooked onion, and I'm like, whoa, what a lunch. So what you want to do, what you want to do, you... What a lunch. You sickos. What you want to do is sardines. And there's two different ways you can do it. Mm-hmm. You can fry them up until they essentially just, like, dissolve. Almost dissolve, yeah. And, and you, you get... chop them up, too, if you take, like, your... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But they, dude, they fall apart in, in, in a, in a, with heat, like, like immediately. Yeah. So you can either leave the leave, you can either dissolve them or leave them still kind of in there if you if you want yeah. if you want that. And then what you want to do, you <laughs> sons of bitches, you got to take some Worcestershire sauce. Yeah, Worcestershire. Put some of that in. It's Worcestershire sauce. Is that how you say it? That's how you say it. It's Worcestershire. I have never known. Say it with me. Say it with me. What? Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Yeah, Worcestershire. With the sure. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. No, you're doing it wrong on purpose. What do you mean? Wist. Do wist. 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 Assure. Assure. Worcestershire. <laughs> See, that's a little joke that we have in my family where <laughs> it doesn't matter. So you do that, okay? And then yeah. guess what you're going to add to this? What? Once you've got like the red sauce going, okay? Mm-hmm. Put some red wine in it. That rules. Okay. And also, a yeah. little bit of olive juice. Are you kidding me? Olive juice. A little, yeah. You don't overpower it. Okay. Put some olive juice in there, my friend, and thank me later. You're going, you're, you're, you're going ham with the flavors here. Let me tell you, Ben. Okay, and I'll, I'll do one <laughs> you're more exploring recipe. Exploring a lot, of, which I like to see. I like to see you exploring these flavors. Well, Ben, I have to because um, I don't know if you know this, but um, not adding a lot of salt to your uh, dishes. Sucks. Yeah, even though Worcestershire <laughs> has a lot of sodium, you don't have to add that much. Yeah. Let me. I'll do one more recipe. Okay. Recipe. I don't know why I said it like that. One more recipe. A recipe. It's sound, a. Oh my like, god! Where's the recipe? Well, I was gonna say you sound like Moira Rose from <laughs> Shit's Creek. <laughs> oh my god, David! Tell me your recipe. <laughs> yeah, I, I sound like one of Ben's cousins. So <laughs> what? So here's how you make the best. The best. The best Bloody Mary that okay. you've ever had in your life. Okay? Okay. Here's what you do. The secret to a Bloody Mary, my friend, and I had to make so many of these in my life. Uh-huh. Working at the tavern. Yeah. Never too far from 12th and Lamar. <laughs> right. Because on Sundays, it'd be like football or whatever. And all these like people would show up, and it was packed. And I'd always have to make tons of them because we had them on special for like three fifty. It's like yeah. nothing. 
that's pretty good. Yeah, that's of a course. Good deal. Dude, that place like has I insane prices. Yeah. To the point where sometimes I kind of wonder, like, if it's responsible or not. Well, yeah, because the last the people who own it now are fine because they're actually my bosses at the Valve. Yeah. But the people who used to own it are the biggest piles of shit I've ever met in my life. Uh-huh. Uh, Ellis, Ellis Win Stanley, Ellis, yeah. if you're listening, no, you've told me I about don't them. like you, <laughs> Ellis. I don't like you. I just want you to know that you none of us You screamed about them before. None of us liked you. Yeah. None of us did. I'm sure you thought Larissa liked you. Guess what? She didn't. <laughs> she told me. So, fuck you, I guess. Hey, Alice. Hey, Alice. I Win- hope you're listening. Larissa never liked you. Alice Win Stanley. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Okay. Anyway, the point is that I had to make what a lot of the these. Point? I had to make a lot of these. <laughs> okay, and I fucking yeah. loved it, dude. I loved it. Because sometimes on Sundays, okay, what, you, what I would do, we all did this, is instead of making them individually, we would just make like a gigantic like... Yeah, like a big vat of them. Big vat a of cauldron. It smelled amazing. And I don't even <laughs> like Bloody Marys, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I don't drink them. Well, I don't really drink. That's the thing. It's like, I, I can't imagine that they smell great, but they taste amazing. No, they I smell love... incredible. What? They smell incredible. Yeah. Here's what you do. Okay. The secret then. The the, the the secret ingredient, honestly, is love. And the second one is um, you you want to actually try to not use a lot of the tomato juice. Sure. Okay? Yeah. Just a little bit. A little bit goes a long way. That's why I tell the ladies. A little bit Don't goes a long way. Me. Don't ever weaken do you, me But do you again. get the joke? The small penis. <laughs> so what it is is you get some goddamn ice in there, my friend. Yeah. All right? Ice is one of the fundamental parts of of drinking because ice, and I cannot believe I have to tell you this, ice actually helps keep the, the drink cold. Cold, yeah. It helps keep the drink cold. Mm-hmm. So the ice, ice is cold. Yeah. What you do is you take water. Crispy cold. You take a bunch of water. And, yeah. and, and also, I didn't do this per order. Kind of like the giant vat. I would have like a big yeah. thing of ice. It's okay. not like I was freezing water and then mm-hmm. with every order. That'd be a little ridiculous. Yeah. So you get the that goddamn... That would be retarded. <laughs> it w- yeah, it would be. So you, you get the ice in there, my friends. Okay. okay? Yeah. You put in the vodka. Mm-hmm. All right? Now you're cooking. <laughs> you okay. are actually, Ben, and, and a, lot, a lot of people saw me do this, and they'd say, what's this about? And I'd say, trust me. Yeah. Never got a single complaint. Okay. Well, Put some what? goddamn Guinness in that. Oh. Put Guinness in your Bloody Mary. Interesting. Okay? Not you don't have to put a lot. Put a little in there. Okay. It'll give it a. I I don't like a. It'll full give it some taste. umami. It'll give yourself a very full. It gives umami it umami. Taste, yeah. yeah. Okay? So you put some of that in there. Okay. Okay. You take uh, olive juice. Put that in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people like olives. Sounds great. This sounds amazing. Yeah, dude. You know yeah. What I'm doing. Sometimes you put a few actual olives. I put like I I would put like a stick of bacon in there. Yeah, that too. You can do that as well. Yeah. Some people like to put uh, celery in there. Um, I don't. Celery sounds good. Ugh, I'm just like thinking about my favorite Bloody Mary. And right if now. you don't want, if you don't <laughs> want a full thing of celery, use some celery salt. You kidding me? Yeah. So anyway, so you do that, okay? <laughs> so so far we have ice again. Yeah. To keep it cold. Yeah, crucial ingredient. Like very crucial. And sometimes like you'll go out to, to restaurants and you'll be like, Oh, I'll have a you know, a a bloody Mary and they'll give it to you and you're like, Where's the ice? And they're like, Dough. 
Really? No, it never happened. Uh, yeah, I was going <laughs> to say. I don't understand why I'm... anybody would do that. But I love the idea, but it's <laughs> I was, hilarious. I would, I would say it's like, no, I don't want this weird red porridge. Why would you? <laughs> give me, give this, me a this Bloody Mary. room temperature tomato <laughs> <Yeah>. drink. <laughs> so, so far we've got... Tomato drink. We've yeah. got the ice. Mm-hmm. We're keeping this cold. Okay. Vodka. Yeah. We're Guinness. Keeping this, we're keeping this spicy. <laughs> yeah. Guinness. Uh-huh. Um... Olive juice, a couple okay. of olives on the side. Okay. Some people like to put a hot, a little bit of a Tabasco sauce. In I'm, a, I'm a hot sauce guy. Yeah. Not just Tabasco. Anything that will make it super spicy. Yeah, I would just put. Like I would I'll usually, put. I'll, I'll put like fucking cayenne pepper just yeah. straight in there. Yeah. I would always ask, but um, if if they didn't ask, I would put like a drop in, just yeah. a little bit of whatever. Okay. Okay. A and little then, kick. A little kick. Yeah. Then I would kick them in the face. Yeah. And I'd say you're nothing to me. <laughs> And they'll be like, thank you, may I have another? <laughs> Just You're nothing to me. <laughs> you mean nothing hey, to up? me. You mean so little to me. <laughs> um, and then, so you, so you got that, all right? Mm-hmm. And then what you do is you put it in your shaker, shake it up a little bit yeah. so it gets even more cold. Okay. Okay. Even colder. Now, do you know what we're doing now, Ben? <laughs> what? Now we have our empty glass. Mm-hmm. What you're going to want to do, you're going to want to salt that GD rim. Okay. There's salt on the rim. Yeah. Okay? And not only, you, you thought it was cold before. Yeah. You put new ice <laughs> in the cup. Okay. And then you... So you're sp- not skimping on the ice. No, brother, no. brother, 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 brother. brother. <laughs> So you shake that shiz. The, um, the shiz? Did yeah. you say shake that shiz? Yeah. You know what the best part of, of doing that mm-hmm. is I would, I would shake it, and I would get extra tips because mm-hmm. my man boobs would, you know, go crazy. <laughs> People loved it. Everyone loved it. And Earth-shattering then, man boobs. Yeah. 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 And then you would you strain it. You strain all that liquid mm-hmm. into your glass with the new ice. You put a lemon and a lime on the side. Little bit of pepper mm-hmm. and uh, oh yeah I, I also said worcestershire sauce earlier. yeah yeah so worcestershire yeah worcestershire and then uh <laughs> that's that's about it that's all you need man that sounds great it's <sighs> really good and people i, I got all i can think about right now <laughs> look i was never okay here's my bit my my skills my value as a bartender okay is that i could do it and not freak out and i could handle a lot of stuff at, at once and so mm-hmm. I, I'm not a mixologist, but just tell me what you want and I'll make it for you pretty yeah, quickly. Yeah. So like, but people really like my GD Bloody Mary. Sometimes I would make them. Sometimes people would like, there'd be a different bartender and they would ask me to make them and I would just be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> that must feel good. Yeah, in your face, Rebecca. You've worked here for so much longer than me. And yeah. You're so short. <laughs> Rebecca. And your Bloody Mary suck. Yeah, F you. <laughs> Get the hell out of my face, Bex. <laughs> She was so Wait, nice. is, is she the? Is she, she was the, so nice. Is she the redheaded girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember her. <laughs> oh, you worked with her? Yeah, yeah. Because she she worked at uh, Main Street Hub afterwards. That's so strange. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> now I know you made a better Bloody Mary than she did. Of course I did. <laughs> Everything better than Rebecca, except you know, get an actual job. Well, that's I, true. I'm, yeah. I'm still a bartender five years later. <laughs> I also got fired from that job, so like, right. No, you know, I'm not, she's probably still working there. Oh no, she might not be because they laid off a lot of people during the know. pandemic. She worked with. Uh, I don't think she does because she worked yeah. with my uh, with another with another woman 
Samantha now. So I think it's uh, okay. somewhere different. So Great. that's the Bloody Mary. And if you want me, <laughs> folks, one cool thing about our show is that we do have a Patreon. And if you pay us $5 a month, you get four bonus episodes where instead of Ben teaching philosophy, I teach Ben, and sometimes Ben teaches me about random subjects. Yeah, random. But <laughs> the randomest subject. You get at least four episodes a month. Uh, we try to do them weekly. Sometimes we do two in, in a week if something comes up or whatever. Yeah. Obviously, if there's five. It averages out to four, four a month. Yeah, and if there's five. <laughs> Weekends, then lucky then you. you get five. Yeah. yeah. You. So for the for the low, low price of five dollars, one th- cool thing that's included with that that I feel like doesn't get enough uh, attention is that if you are a, a patron, then once a year I will actually fly to your home and I will make you a Bloody Mary. And I actually mm-hmm. provide all the materials, too. So it's like way out of pocket for me because it's way out of pocket because I have to buy the ticket and then. Bring then once I get there, I mean, luckily, are you using like pre, like premium vodka and shit like that? Like, yeah, okay, so yeah. so yeah, so well, I mean, I guess that's nice, that's a nice thing. It's part of, yeah, it's part of the Patreon. So yeah. if you, if you do, if you like Bloody Marys, if you like what you heard, join the Patreon and I'll make you one. So you're gonna make a, a Bloody Mary for anyone who joins yes. from now on once a year. That's will... a lot. So you're gonna be like a Bloody Mary Santa Claus, yeah, kind of. Yeah. I okay, mean, well, you're I not going to live up to that. I'm I'm worried that you're going to What do you mean? Well, well, Santa Claus does it. He's an old drunk. <laughs> you know? I guess so, but he's a magical drunk. Yeah, yeah. You're you're not a magical drunk. You're well, a I well, I was. Drunk. That's why I don't drink anymore. <laughs> and I'm certainly <laughs> Oh, man. Boy. <clears throat> How was your 2020, Ben? This is great. Mine was fucking amazing. Yeah. So, Ben, well, I, unfortunately, we have come to the uh, the point in the show that I, the, I enjoy the least, which to is the topic. We actually learn about. We actually learn. Th- yeah, yeah. We actually learn, and actually, this is uh, quite ironic because this is for the first time in years, honestly, <laughs> probably years. Uh, Pat, you. Chose the topic. You asked me to look into somebody. Yeah, we actually fulfilled the premise of the show. <laughs> yeah, which for was the, for the fourth be, time. For the fourth time, <laughs> the premise of the show was that I know nothing about philosophy, and Ben uh, is is the chancellor of philosophy at Princeton University. Yeah, and I was chancellor to, of the Exchequer at Princeton University. So I was supposed to check. I was supposed to come up with like the topics that I want to learn about, yeah. and you would tell me about them, and then we abandoned that very quickly. I Immediately actually, yeah. after the first episode, yep. is this? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, um, so we're actually I came to you with the subject. Yeah, you you wanted to talk to me about the uh, birds and the bees. About what the birds is and the up bees. with this? I wanted to teach you about sex. Yeah, because I don't. What happened? What so do do? when. <laughs> When when a man gets really horny for yeah. a woman he likes, okay, uh, he he gets engorged and then penetrates her. Okay, wow, <laughs> that's oh! that's sex. There you go. <laughs> How terrible is the word penetrate? <laughs> so, so is engorged. Engorged <laughs> like, is is very bad. Yeah, yeah. engorged is, is also terrible. But it is um, yeah, engorged. Yeah. And then after after or, after ejaculation and orgasm, he oh. detumesces and then recedes from the vagina. <laughs> then there comes the almighty refractory period, which thank God. The almighty that. refractory. Thank God for that, ladies. Take it easy. We're only we're we're only 
Anyway, yeah. So that's uh, so I just taught you sex. <laughs> it's okay. like it's like an android teaching a little boy sex. Radical. <laughs> okay. Well, it's like well, these are some big words for things that you will never understand. <laughs> <laughs> but I I gave you a topic. I, you I, gave me a topic. I stumbled upon this man. Yeah. And the reason why I wanted to learn about him is that I guess he somehow has ties to the occult. To the occult, he does. Yeah. What's up with that? Um, so you gave me the name Rudolf Steiner. Yes. Okay. So today we're talking about uh, episode 141. We're and, talking about Rudolf Steiner. And what an episode it is. <laughs> what an episode it has been so far. And so here's the thing. Here's what I get to here's what I get to do. I get to disavow any implications that this episode might have. Yeah. Towards Nazism. So I, I because... guess I fucked up. <laughs> I guess I really fucked up. Because... So this guy is not a Nazi. He, I don't think he's a Nazi, but he had some questionable. He Okay, so first well, of all, what's great about he this? He was real German. Quick, and... Real quick, before you get okay, into yeah. it, Ben messaged me like last week and he was like, why exactly did you pick this guy? And I couldn't remember, to be honest with you. I, I, I remembered later. So I was yeah. like, well, I don't really remember. And I was like, why? Yeah. And you're like, all right, I think it'll be okay, but like, this guy like might be a crypto Nazi. And I was like, God Damn it. Yeah, it might be a we little bit of a We always talk about Nazis on this show. Well, it's it's sort of impossible to avoid when you're talking about... You're telling me. Like 20th century uh, 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 Western philosophy. Yeah, say what you want about the Nazis. They had qu- quite an effect on uh, the psyche of the world. The entire world. Yeah. Yeah. They really did a number on, on the entire century. Twice. I consider World War One. I, I, I consider them to be, uh, to be, you know, like er Nazi. You know, I do. Well, con- I do. Consider, you're not. You're not fully wrong about that. I do consider that. the Germans in World War One to be uh, card carrying members, essentially, of the Nazi Party. Why? Because it's too hard to remember what the difference between them. <laughs> the problem is all of the, uh, all of the Jews who fought for G- Germany in, uh, in World War One. Yeah. Well, they didn't win. Which you know. Well, no, they which, did. Which, which also Ben, shocker. Um. Okay. So just to get into this, um, he does have a, a connection to the occult. Yes. Okay. And here's here's sort of where his con- connection to. You have the hiccups. I have the hiccups like really bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to avoid it. I'm trying oh, to hide man. it. <laughs> <laughs> but How I have the shitty hiccups. is having that? Do you want some water or something? You fucking sick idiot! You it's funny because hump? like I'm trying so hard to like work past it, dude. And <laughs> I will get the hiccups and like I'll just stop hiccuping and I'll remember I have the hiccups oh, and I'll just fuck. start again. It's so hiccups are so annoying, and the fact they're really annoying the because fact- I'm trying. I'm trying my best. I'm. Totally fine to continue the sure. episode, but you sound like such an asshole. You sound dumb, and like it's not Fuck. your fault. It's just, there's something. Also, you there's sound something. Drunk. I know. For some reason, <laughs> in, for some reason, in like the 40s, there was this this trope that if you were drunk, you hiccuped a lot and you saw like, yeah. pink elephants, and also you put a lampshade on your head. Yeah. What a boring time to be alive that must have been. Hey, look at Frank. He's got a lampshade on his. Head. Yeah. What a what a card. What a crazy guy. Yeah. Okay, <coughs> right, I'm gonna try to power through this. Do you this. want water? Well, can you get me one? Sure, uh, yeah, and I'll, I'll explain. <laughs> I'll explain where this guy came from oh, in the meantime. Okay. okay, so this guy Rudolf Steiner. We're gonna do the bio real quick. He um, God, it's so funny. You just called me out for <laughs> for having the hiccups. Because well, otherwise, <laughs> people are gonna listen to this and be like, "Is my is, there, is this skipping?" Nope. Just Ben hiccuping. 
just the, the uh, just the, the the tortured words of a hiccuping man. Okay. So. All right. Let me get damn. you some water. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> Shut up. This guy, uh, Rudolf Steiner, was born in uh, in Austria Hungary uh, on uh, February twenty seventh, eighteen sixty one. He died uh, on March thirtieth, nineteen twenty five. Uh, he uh, he's primarily known for taking an analytical approach to. Uh, thank you for the water. It's actually smart water. Yeah, let's 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 mic the water. This sounds like a babbling brook, and not just smart water for a hiccuping man. <laughs> you know, oh. it's, it's interesting because oh, we don't God. have necessarily we're not top ten as far as uh, like downloads go in in the world. But in Austin, we do pretty fucking well. And yep. They're just listening to you hiccup. Just, <laughs> just, just thousands of people, thousands are listening to to Ben. It's just, it's unbelievable. 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 You're so unbelievable. Um, you are unbelievable, Ben. Sometimes I don't think you exist. You don't believe I exist? Yeah. Sometimes I'm just like, did I make this guy up? Because like he went to Princeton, but like got fired from his job, and like so many times hurt his elbow. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't want to say this so many times, Bart, but, but I'm glad you said that. Well, it's because I just really don't like working. It sucks. Yeah. I mean, it's not, I mean, I barely had a job when you think about it. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's start this, this over let's again. Let's fucking get tough. Let's get tough. Okay. So Let's get tough. Let's, let's get, get tough. tough. Um, so Rudolf Steiner, he is, uh, he's an Austrian gentleman. Okay. The Austrians. The Austrians. He's We've been discussing Austrians a lot. Yeah. On the he, Patreon, I think. He's he's German as hell. Uh, nice. He well, or Austrian as hell, but I mean, like, Even it's better. basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, that's another thing that Ben and I have, have are also is, is the main message that we have about this podcast. If you speak the same language as someone else, mm-hmm. you're just the same. I mean, you might as well be Austrian. Yeah. yeah I, I bet they'd love hearing that. I bet they wouldn't be offended as fuck. <laughs> well, let's go to Austria, dude. I don't know. I mean, like, when I want to play banjo in Austria. Here's why I don't trust the Austrians. Oh, really? Because they were taken over by Nazi Germany in the Anschluss, yeah. which I, I think happened in like 1938. I think. How I did think. Hitler become the number one dog in Germany if he was if he was foreign. Austrian? Yeah, I know. A dirty foreigner. Well, because he advanced this theory about the unified racial integrity of the oh, Germanic peoples, of course. and so he included Austria. Basically, he he said exactly what you said, oh, which is which is buddy. I <laughs> anyone anyone ironic. anyone who speaks German, anyone who speaks German is or natively speaks German, is a part of like a, a German common community. Yeah. yeah, a common a Volk, if yeah, you will. I was kidding. Yeah. I don't actually think that. <laughs> this is a comedy podcast. I wish I wish I wish I could have said something. Well, you can't. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you in that lose. time tra- travel episode you could have. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, we did an episode on our Patreon about if we'd go back in time to kill Hitler. And yeah. uh, the answer is I I don't actually remember what we said. I oh, I do remember what we said. I think we, we decided yeah, we decided not to kill him. Well, I think I think my conclusion was that I would go back in time. Um, I don't know if I'd kill him as a 
baby necessarily. That just seems weird. But I think I for the good. I think for the good of, of humanity. I think I, I I guess I would go back in time, and I would kill him, and then I'd come back in time, come back to the present, and for the rest of my life I'd be haunted, and I would wonder if I did the right thing. I would just beat him up as a teenager. Oh yeah, that was your conclusion. You I mean, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just make him not confident in himself. <laughs> Man, I really want to take over Germany and later on the world, but yeah. Huh, not yeah. a loser like me. Yes, we did it. <laughs> Adolf, who? Succeeded, yeah. Yeah, we did it. Um, okay. So this guy, Rudolf Steiner, who was played in real life by Jeremy Irons, because look at this fucking guy. Dude, he looks just like <laughs> Jeremy Irons. It is stunning. Like a young... He, he, I mean, they're both. he's a good-looking man. Yeah. I'm not yeah. ashamed. So he also voiced Scar in Lion King. Mm-hmm. Um, he, um, okay. So, uh, again, born in uh, Austria-Hungary in, on the 27th of February, 1860, 1861, uh, died uh, 30th of March, 1925. So, predated the Nazis. And, again, I don't think he was a Nazi. I think he uh, he held certain beliefs in his time that don't look good anymore. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, a lot of like racial views, views about race. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I, I, I was thinking, I, I was thinking he, that he was like, yeah, like Ronnie James Dio was better than Ozzy in Black Sabbath. That yeah. would be sort of a thing where you look back on and go, like, why would you think that? That's like demonstrably false. <laughs> but what you're saying is it's more racial. Okay, so that's not good. It's a little more racial. Okay. But here's the thing: he it, there was a little more nuance to his I- ideas than you would think. Really. Um. Yeah. So uh, another major thing that we need to kind of go over is his uh, influence from uh, Johann Wolfgang Goethe. You know Goethe? Uh, I remember the name. He wrote Faust. Uh, oh, he was, fuck yeah. Yeah. He was uh, uh, probably one of the, like, the, the main, uh, if not, like, the progenitor of um, the, uh, like, German Romanticist movement in literature. And he also contributed a lot to science. At the time, too, he oh, had good for him. Well, he had his own theory on Don't optics. Have any beakers? Where's the laboratory? So fucking scientists. <laughs> Well, so you don't like science, no, I don't. do you? No, I don't. Because and I'm why of, not? I just hate it. It has demonstrably helped everything that we have ever done. I I'm glad it exists. I just don't want to know anything. Because here's why. Well, it's not that I dislike science. That's the only thing you can know. I don't science is the only thing you can know. You can't know anything else. That's bullshit. How many? How much science that we believe that we later found out was false? Okay, fine, but I mean, like, there's the, like knowledge is science. I, I, I'm not saying that science is is lame or shouldn't exist. I'm glad it does. You are saying it's lame. I'm not, I'm not, you I'm, kind of have said before that it's lame. It's a little okay. Here's the deal. Okay, here's why. Because you can have something that's beneficial. But don't act like it like it rules. There are people who it's like, oh, science, like they'll share memes from like science is awesome or whatever. And it's like, fuck off. You know what? Why why not? Science is awesome. The playoffs are awesome. Okay, you know, fine. That's awesome end- too. Why can't someone say that science is awesome? Because I, I never understood. Because you don't like it. Because yeah. you don't like it. <laughs> I, years ago, um, a friend a friend of ours. <laughs> He's such a petty a petty person. <laughs> If I don't like it and if I don't get it, I don't want it. Years ago, a friend of ours uh, during the NBA finals 
and was not trying to be. Fu- I will always remember this. They were not trying to be funny. Okay. And um, they. <laughs> I don't even know. It's probably like game three or something of the finals, and uh, she just on Facebook just wrote, <laughs> "Whoa, these guys are really good at basketball." <laughs> Like, dude, yeah. Yeah, that's the point. They're literally the best in the world. The worst player on the Miami Heat <laughs> will dominate 99.9 of Americans. Like, why wouldn't they? You know what I mean? Like, it's fucking... It's, God, it'd, be, it'd be so funny to watch, like... Yeah, LeBron you... James is really good at basketball. <laughs> he, you know what I mean? Like, he, yeah. I don't know. And also, they're playing, they're playing the, the Warriors, so it's like... LeBron and Steph Curry, like yeah, they're 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 good. I've been watching the so Last Dance, funny. the the Last Dance, yes. you know, um, which is like I, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I was watching it and like it does reveal a lot about Michael Jordan, yeah, and like his character, yeah. And so I I guess I, I I don't know why I never like thought thought about this, but it makes perfect sense that he's a preternaturally like competitive person. Yeah, who's also vengeful and vindictive to like a Japanese level, you know? Wait, what is that, dude? (laughs) Like, like they hold grudges, you know? Like Michael Jordan holds grudges like a fucking Sicilian, you know? Oh yeah, and an Irishman too. I guess everyone holds grudges. I guess everyone kind of does. Interesting, but But like cultures do have different types of grudges, I guess. Well, apparently, there's one story where like one player. Some player on the Wizards like told Michael Jordan like, "Hey, nice game." Like, kind of start like somewhat sarcastically. Yeah, and he used that as an excuse in his mind to just dismantle, completely them. Yeah. dismantle them. Yeah, uh, <laughs> to disintegrate that team. Well, he was a guy where like, yeah, and, and, it, and I was it, like, I can't think of a better represent representation of humanity for a galactic space jam. I mean, hey, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, of course it'd be. I mean, Look, hey, that's who we need. We need someone who's that, like, Look, you know. never lost in the finals. It, it worked for him. Yeah. Two three-peats. That's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he and he was competitive to a degree that was that, that was childish, where it was, he'd be, like, they would play games where it wasn't even, yeah. like, like sports. Like, it'd just be like, hey, I have, like, a like the, the, the cap of a beer, of a of beer, let's say, of sure. a beer bottle. Yeah. I bet I could flick into that trash can. And then, like, he would lose, and he'd be upset about it yeah. for hours. And it's like, you have so much money. Yeah, why do you care? I mean, you have... <laughs> I, You know what? I think he probably has a cure to, to, to the hiccups. He's that rich that, he has, that he's paid, and he hasn't told anyone. He's paid off a group of scientists to cure his hiccups. I'm telling you, Ben. I can't believe I'm hiccuping so bad. Uh, it's, so well, it's probably from that from that Coca Cola classic. A little bit. I think I downed it a little too fast. Yeah, you wanted to be like your friend Pat. <laughs> That's fine. Who doesn't? All right. So <laughs> yeah, I wanted, yeah, I wanted I'm to be Michael Jordan drinking Coca Cola. I wanted to be just like Pat. Who doesn't want to be like me? I'm cool. I got a MacBook. That barely works. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> He uh, he took a major influence from Goethean science, okay, and also Rosicrucianism. Have you ever heard of Rosicrucianism? No. Okay, Rosicrucianism is sort of like it's kind of like a Catholic version of of uh, Masonry. What? Of like the Masonic order. There's like another secret society called Ru- Rosicrucianism. Man, 
Catholics, we love secret societies. Yeah. Knights Templar. The Knights Templar, uh, the Hospitallers. Have you ever heard of the Hospitallers? No. Okay. Opus Dei. That's another one. Opus Dei. Rosicrucianism is another one. Um, the Velvet Revolver, the supergroup. The Velvet Revolver. Yeah, it's a. <laughs> <laughs> is that a comic book thing? Don't get started. No, it's on a that. band. <laughs> okay. It's just like a supergroup. <laughs> it's like Slash and like. The guy from Stone Temple Pilots or whatever. He's now dead, unfortunately. Okay. Died well, a broken heart, if I understand correctly. Here's the thing. So, so Steiner, he advocated a form of um of what's called ethical individualism. Did he? Okay. Yes. He. So his main philosophy was basically this. He Deals believed. Good, man. <laughs> no, he believes in or believed in a a. It's almost Platonist in a way. He believed in an entire realm that was uh, not immediately accessible to us, um, but like a spiritual realm that we could have access to if we like practiced it, practiced oh, a certain way oh, okay. I, I, to to access it in I a way. Think I believe in that. It's it's a little like uh, you know what Gnosticism is. Gnosticism. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah, agnosticism, yeah, yeah. but yeah, with a G in front of with it. With a G in front of it. Obviously, not, yeah. you know how it's pronounced. You were trying to. Yeah, help. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's. I guess it's Gnosticism. Well, that's what you said first, and then you said Gnosticism. Yeah. Know. Yeah. I, 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 just, I just, I just want people to know that Ben knows. I know how to pronounce Greek words. <laughs> yeah, Ben is like kind of into gr- Greek pronunciations. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying. Um. Anal. So, <laughs> Wait, what? Anal? Yeah, it's like a Greek thing. <laughs> no, it's not. No, I'm serious. You never heard that phrase before? Anal? No, like Greek. No, I know, but why did you say anal? Because that's like a like a thing people say. They go, oh yeah, Greek lessons. It means, you know, you're going <laughs> to... You never heard that before? The Spartans? They no, I've it. never heard... Wait, are you saying Greek lessons means getting fucked in the ass? I mean, yeah, that's... I can't believe you've never heard that before. I've never heard that before. You've never heard about... I know, I know about the... The Greeks and their predilection I know about... For... Yes, I've heard about that, but I've never heard the actual phrase Greek lessons to mean... I think Jim Norton To mean a round, of, a round of butt around, fucking. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's whatever. I've never heard that before. Hey, man, different strokes... It's called Greek lessons. I mean, that's what I've heard. I don't know if that's like a thing that's real or just. It's a not a thing, thing that's that real. Said, you only heard that from Jim Norton. He yeah. made that up. He's just a pervert. Just the biggest pervert who's ever lived. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm taking Greek lessons. You get it? That's What's so funny about like like the history like the ancient Greeks it's is that they have contributed so much in in terms of philosophy and in terms of math in terms of so much different yeah stuff. and I just think of it as like you know like <laughs> F in the A well I feel like they they I feel I I, I want to think I want to think that maybe they sort of feel like they earned it you know where they're like we invented geometry we invented like navigation That's we invented man. yeah. Like we get to fuck, we get to fuck in the ass. I guess. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that you could admire about the ancient Greeks, and there's a few things that you go like, "Let's, huh? I wonder how they justified that." Yeah, I'm like really, really smart. I'm like a really smart philosopher. Yeah. Hi, I'm Plato. I also have like a stable of like boys. It's like, how do you figure that out? How does that work? How does that work in your brain? Where you're like, I'm looking for like spiritual truths. About or not about the universe, and also like boys. 
It's gross. <laughs> Calm down. I mean, I mean, I don't know. That's the thing is like with the ancient Greeks, we were establishing our ethical systems well, to begin with. Establishing something. So, so what I'm saying is that they were experimenting in order to see where the boundaries were. Oh, gross. <laughs> what a way to put it. Greek experimentation. Greek experimentation. Greek sexual experimentation. Big deal. Big deal. Do what you want, I guess. Well, that's Unless that's the thing. Boys, no, they were trying good. to find out like where when can you stop doing what you want, you know? Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'll and I think you. they I think they found it. I There's think they a, found the I'll limit. Tell you this, there is a hard line in the sand, <laughs> I think, for where it's like I really want to do this, but like I, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I can't because you shouldn't. Yeah. And we all know what it is, and I don't want to say it again. It'll disgust me. But you brought it up. I know. <laughs> This is the worst episode. Yeah, it's not a good one. We're we're almost an hour in. Yeah, I was just hiccuping for most of it. Now I'm giving recipes for fucking talking talking about pedophilia. Who has all those ingredients for Bloody Mary sitting around? That's kind of weird. Okay, so I need nine different ingredients for this drink. So back to back to this. Fucker. So back to this fucker. Okay, so Rudolf Steiner. Okay, Rudy. Uh, so the main thing Rudy is he, he took he took a an analytical approach to spiritual experience. So one thing that he was like really into is again like we were talking about. Uh, he he kind of had a Platonist view of there's an entire like dimension that is not inaccessible, but it's sort of hidden from us, and yeah. we can. And we can access it through certain spiritual exercises. I uh, I think I believe in that a little bit. You do? I, yeah, I, I I could see that as being a thing. I mean, I, I can kind of see it, too. I don't know if I fully agree with, like, an entirely separate dimension that exists apart from our perception. I think that, I think that everything... My opinion is that everything sort of exists as one and that we can experience it or access it just as we can anything else. Uh, but it's just a matter of like reorienting your perspective. That's fucking bullshit. Um, <laughs> you know it. You don't even know what I said. <laughs> you don't even know what I said. No, I never <laughs> do. I don't even know what the point of this podcast is. I don't understand anything that's happening. Okay, so he he was kind of coming up uh, during a time when uh, people, especially Europe, Western Europe, was looking for. Um, alternatives to the traditional like religious traditions that we had, right? Like uh, people were sort of doubting Christianity. People were what? doubting Judaism, doubting Islam. Oh, no, um, not Islam, Judaism. <laughs> well, that's not true. No one really doubted Islam. Well, I would say most yeah. most of the people who converted to Islam stayed Muslim. Yeah, they love it. I, I, they love it, dude. It's yeah. really interesting that they that they. I think it's because it's part of the. Uh, they really n- have not given up on it. Well, yes, yeah, it's, it's like a government. Thing. Power to them. Yeah. <laughs> Do what you want. Yeah. But uh, as yeah. far as Christianity is concerned, in Western Europe, in like the late, the late nineteenth, early twentieth century, uh, already we've seen a lot of challenges to it. We've seen Marx, right? Yes. Talking about how religion is the opiate of the masses. Karl Marx. Karl Marx. Um, we've seen uh, Friedrich Karl. Nietzsche. We've seen Friedrich Nietzsche talk about how God is dead and we have killed him. Yikes. You know? Um, you also have just generally, like, a lot of anthropological studies that have, uh, like, you know, examined um, non-Christian uh, societies and seen how there are 
similarities across all these like different human societies Disgusting. regardless of what their religion is Absolutely. which which lowers the importance of Christianity um we can't <laughs> let this happen and then also there's a lot of um biblical criticism going on uh where a lot of scholars a lot of like linguistic uh classist classicist scholars um what is, what is it, what's the term called uh philologists uh, philologist. 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 I know it sounds I'm really bad. I'm a philologist. Um, a philo- My tummy hurts, <coughs> and I'm a philologist. A philologist, which is a, it's technically called a, a lover of words, but it's sort of like what a classicist is today. It's someone who uh, is an expert in ancient languages. Um, they examined the Bible and like the sources for the Bible and have seen how uh, a lot of a lot of where the Bible is sourced is inconsistent uh, or it's plagiarized from other sources or like this and that. Yeah. Or there are like some books that are contradicting other books within the very same Bible. They don't even use the MLA format for citing. (laughs) Exactly. Right. So, you know, there are these scholars who are saying that like, basically the, the, the Bible is not written by God or it's not inspired by God. It's just, it's just a compilation of texts, mixtape. It's a mixtape, right? Yes, it's a mixtape. Mixtape for Christianity, for sorry, Christianity for, for, and I, I, Judaism. For yeah, Catholicism. For Catholicism, you're, yes. You're first. <laughs> hey, the Protestants. The hey, Protestants. Hey, we were here first. It's ours. So get your own. Yeah. Hey, whatever. the church was built on what rock? This fucking rock. Yup. Bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? His name was St. Peter. Let's high five. <laughs> it's funny. If you actually went for a high five, I would do it too. Yeah, why not? And I would feel so weird afterwards. I'd be like, why did I just do that? High five. I don't know. Yeah, Catholic, Catholic Church. Specifically the formation of it with St. Peter, the rock. The rock, yeah. The original The Rock. The original Dwayne Johnson. I, there should be I I it'd be funny to film like a like a Jesus narrative. Yeah. <laughs> like a passion. Right. You know, with The Rock playing St. Peter. I mean <laughs> like seminary students would get the joke and no one else would. Yeah. Like, why is he doing this? This is not in his wheelhouse. <laughs> like he's he's Improved a lot as an actor over the over the years. Sure, but I, I don't but think he could pull that. He off. also does not look like what they would look like. No. <laughs> just, just enormous and Samoan. <laughs> what if Christ looked like the Rock? What if like the people back then just looked like that naturally, just big and like muscled and like, you know what I mean? Like they all like. Tattoos. I wonder if he could stay on the cross. Well, it'd have to be like you have to be like a steel cross. Yeah, well, I'm saying, yeah, you'd have to like, yeah, to his head, brother. Oh, here comes the rock. Oh, you. (laughs) By God, that's the good thief's theme music. (laughs) By God, by God, (laughs) by God, they're killing him. Stop the match. He has a family. Or he doesn't, though. <laughs> We've been taught that he never had a family. Um. Yeah, that, that's that's something that, that's very interesting to me, is that in the Catholic Church, he he was unwed. He was like a virgin the whole time. Yeah. And but, then, like, there's a lot of... I don't know. There's translation a, problems. There's a lot of... Translation problems, yeah. Well, we, I think we talked about this one time. That's why, uh, that's why Lucifer... People think Lucifer is the devil, and he's not. Yeah, no, he's not. That was a... 
they I mean, he yeah, like now. yes and no. He kind of is no, now. Well, now he is. Yeah. yeah, now he is. But like, but he wasn't originally. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's like weird Christian mythology. Yeah. Satan is is like all in, but even then, Satan like, has been around for forever too because that that originated from the, pagan. uh, the no, well the Semitic pagan religions. Yeah. Like um. The anti-Semitic. Like the Canaanites and uh, the old Arab uh, gods before Islam. They would talk about uh, like an evil presence named Shaitan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. Though some people think that Satan is not technically the devil. He's just a guy. He's an angel whose, what do you call, his um, purpose is to uh, like tempt Christ. Oh, and that's his only job. And that's it. I have to look. I have to look into that, but I don't. <laughs> okay, well, we'll look into that later. I will. Um, so continuing on so sh- with so basically, shit is wild right now. Well, shit is wild. That's what you're saying? Uh, well, sh- a lot of shit is wild in the late 19th, early 20th century. Okay. Um, one one thing that keeps popping up is again. So yeah, alternatives to Christianity. Uh, a lot of people were coming up with. Um, so sad. <laughs> a, a lot of people were coming up with alternatives to Christianity. One of them was, uh, for example, Aleister Crowley. Yep. Uh, he uh, sort of so he started um, a an organization called the Order of the Golden Dawn. Okay. Man, it um, is hard to compete with names like that. that yeah. Is so cool. It's pretty tight. The Golden. Dawn. The Golden Dawn, yeah. Yeah, dude, I want to see it. And and basically, they 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 practiced or they claimed to practice black magic, um, the the left hand path, which is like you know straight up Satanism, um, but uh, there were a lot of other people who were sort of like you know in that orbit, uh, who were trying to reignite or reestablish like a, a a mystical, like almost paganistic tradition that had been lost in europe like a neo-paganism a little bit a little bit yeah yeah yeah. this is sort of yeah this is sort of where like well a lot of like reconstruction of uh uh, of native religions were you know sort of came from this so like uh uh, what's it called um asatru is is uh kind of what you're referencing asatru is uh reconstructed norse mythology as a religion um there's a like I think it's called Sekhmetism, which is like a reconstruction of Egyptian religion. It's basically like a bunch of white people who were trying to reconstruct the old pagan religions with with the Egyptian gods, with all 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 the different traditions. Oh, okay. There are people who were trying to reconstruct the Egyptian religion, the you know ancient Roman religion, the Norse religion. Uh, like they're coming from. From everywhere, from all over the woodworks, okay? It's like, but I under, it, I, look, I get what they're going for, especially with, like, the Norse stuff, because that sure. is such a big part of, like, their history. But uh, At least Northern Europe, anyway, yeah. I mean, yeah. You, lo- you lost, I, as yeah. Bobby Bacala would say, to the victor go the spoils. And that is, once again, the Catholic Church. <laughs> well, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, history is written by the winners, yeah. so... <laughs> but... Um, <clears throat> and you and me, Ben, 
We're winners. We're winners. If there's anything that we are, anything it's winners. That we're known for. Um, but so what? One major movement that came out of this uh, was this movement called Theosophy. Okay, oh, which I know is, what that is yeah, which is uh, sort of a. It's like an abstract version of that whole new age trend that was occurring, um, where you know it, it, you're basically talking about in a very abstract sense. Um, having access to like you know through your third eye of like an astral projection yeah, projection baby. of yourself uh like an extension of yourself like a spiritual realm yeah, that is only accessible to uh a select few right a select few who have been inducted into a certain process yeah okay um this is something that he latched onto what was that called Re- again theosophy okay yeah, yeah, yeah. okay um, and uh, he he followed in particular this one woman named Madame Blavatsky. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Madame Blavatsky. What is her deal? She is actually very. She's a very famous person who like started the Theosophical Society. Uh, she is a Russian emigre to the United States. Okay, uh, or was uh, she's dead now? This oh. was like in the turn of the century, uh, turn of the last century. Um, and he became like very, very involved in the theosophical movement with her. Um, like kind of took her cue and became he became like the leader of the theosophical society in Germany. Okay. So it spread into like a an international movement. Um and he, he was like in charge of like the German aspect of it. Okay. Now he eventually started like having his own opinions and breaking off with the Theosophical Society. And he founded a, a different kind of like new agey religion called anthropo- anthroposophy or anthroposophy. It's, it's hard to pronounce. It's called anthroposophy. Wait, hold on. Who is the guy who did this? Rudolf Steiner. Our, our boy. Rudolf. Our boy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He started the anthroposophical society. The, so theosophy. Yeah. I mean, theosophy is hard enough to say. <laughs> yeah. And then it's an- anthroposophy. Yeah. Um, anth- anthroposophy comes from. Anthropos, which is Greek for human or man, and Sophia, which is wisdom. So it's like the wisdom of man or the wisdom of humanity. Okay. And so he, he was trying to take this approach of like there is there isn't like a um <clears throat> what's it called? There isn't like one personified god who runs the entire universe. Oh. <laughs> There is instead a sort of uh, distributed, infused spiritual realm that that like runs the whole universe. Okay, rocking. Yeah, it's sort of it's very Taoistic in a sense. And he says again, he says that we we as humans are not only a part of this like kind of holistic system, but we have access to it, or we can get access to it through certain exercises and measures, right? Like, so not everybody can just access this. Uh, you have to, like, train yourself. You gotta you have be on to, the list. You gotta be, well, a little bit. Not not necessarily be on the list, but you have to, you know, kind of train your body and your mind to access this, like, this, like, higher realm, okay? Nice. <laughs> okay, yeah. And I'm into this. So you're into this. Okay, so here's what's gonna make you not so much into this. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um... The problem is that he, because this was such a big focus at the turn of the century, every okay, so everyone, everyone was so racist at the turn of the century. Wow, everyone was obsessed with ethnicity, 
you know, different cultures, the supremacy of the white Anglo-Saxon culture, phrenology, like like shit like that, race science. Like, again, I am a race science. I always forget, Dan, it has a degree in race science. From no. uh, Rutgers. So there's, I've, I've been watching this uh, this documentary on HBO called um, "Exterminate All the Brutes." What? It's a it's a really crazy documentary that's about like it's about the past five hundred years worth of like European racism, European oh, okay. like civil civilizational hegemony. Okay, the idea of like how you know the the Western world, the European world, uh, has sort of placed itself as the as like the head of civilization, and it's bestowing this gift onto mankind. You know, spread it's uh, more than presumptuous. <laughs> not only are they not adhering to that at all, no. but they were doing the exact opposite of just like ruining cultures. Uh, it's like the mob; they always do a little that bit, shit, where yeah. Because like, I'm rewatching The Sopranos, okay? <laughs> yeah, <And> we all know. <laughs> what happens is. With like, and this always happens it, with with the mob, where it's like the guys up top are always like preaching omerta, you know, silence. Yeah. Don't talk. Don't give anyone up. Don't wear what you don't turn against the family, or you'll burn in hell. Stuff like that. Yeah. And then it's like they're always the ones who get caught, and they flip. You know what I mean? And it's like, or they're like, don't deal drugs. Then they'll deal drugs. Then it's they'll like, deal it's drugs. Bullshit. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, they're just they're just two timing backstabbing pieces of shit. Yeah. It's just basically white people. Yeah. It's white people shit. Well, not good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's like it's not not to say that like, you know, any other race couldn't be capable of that, but that's just <laughs> the the whites showed who they really are <laughs> in the past 500 years. A few times. Yeah. <laughs> They've done that. It's just like it, it's not like it's you know, it's not to say that like you know, White white people are inherently evil. Like I'm sure that like any other race would probably. Nice My mom's nice. Yeah, I, I'm sure that any other race would probably do the same thing. My dad's nice. But it turned out historically that only white people were, were given this opportunity, and they took it. Yeah, they did. They really, really, <laughs> did. really, really did. You know, something that I always think is is interesting, and I've meant to read this book for so long. You know that book? Uh, I should just read it on the. I, you know what's cool is that. Is that I can uh, I paid my library fines, so uh-huh. now I can read all kinds of books on the internet from well, the library. Well, that's good. Wow. <laughs> so I've always meant to read that guns, germs, and steel book. Okay. Yeah, because it kind of talks about that a little bit. I think a little bit. That guy is a little kind of fallen out of favor a little bit. Really? Just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's just a little a little too simplistic. I, I'm not ready to like argue any points sure. right now. Yeah. Um, but just be, be wary, be wary if you (laughs) shut up. (laughs) Wait, so that book's no good? No, it's not that it's no good. It's just that like, just be wary about it. Uh, there's a lot of objections to it. Um, well, maybe I should read that and then read the objections. Because it's kind of well, a, yeah, it's sure, about you should how, like why other why some cultures like, why some cultures succeeded and others didn't. Yeah. Um, and you know, I I will give it to him that like it's not. Uh, it's it's a book that like completely discards the racist idea that like it's anything inherent to any specific culture. Well, now I'm not gonna read. It. Which, 
Well, which is <laughs> I just get so mad. Which is well, that was the prevalent attitude in in the again the late the late nineteenth early twentieth century was that like some cultures some peoples some ethnicities are just like de facto inferior to others, and that's why they don't develop a level of civilization that we have. Hmm. And of course, the people who are saying this are like you know the French, the English, the Germans, right, the yeah. people who like happen to have a more advanced civilization. What what you and I refer to as the jerk squad. I mean, they're kind of the jerk squad. White people are the jerk squad. Europe is the jerk squad of of world history, you know? Um, The jerk squad. The the, the jerk squad. (laughs) Of of human history. I mean, they were the biggest (laughs) jerks. Yeah, whenever I like... Uh, yeah. And I again, just... it's not like, you know, like, I'm not going to put it past the Chinese or the Indians if they, like, happen to reach the same technological development that, that Europe did, yeah. that they wouldn't commit these atrocities. I mean, like, China is committing atrocities now, too. Yeah. Uh, but... They just have labor camps for Muslims there. Yeah. It's... That we're just crazy. ignoring. And completely ignoring. And we yeah. cater our, like, movies to them. Yeah. <laughs> like they don't they, it's funny that south park is like the most vocal yeah. about that issue <laughs> like nba players yeah get in trouble for criticizing china yeah they get in trouble they're told like it's fucking crazy like even here like yeah. american basketball players like they if they talk about because i know there's like unrest and there's stuff with um uh the the uyghurs Hong Kong, what Oh, there's there's Hong Kong, Kong and then there's and the Uyghurs. Say it again. The Uyghurs. What is that? So the Uyghurs are uh, that's the that's the Muslim community that's being oh, okay. discriminated that's against. I never yeah. pronounce it. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was Uyghurs at first, yeah, but it's Uyghurs. Okay. That's what so, I've heard. Yeah, like there's NBA players. What's kind of like tight about the NBA in a stark contrast from the NFL. Yeah. They're just like, they have a platform to talk about stuff. They're like somewhat progressive. It's weird. They they talk about all kinds of stuff, but like when they talk about like stuff happening, uh, unrest in different uh, Chinese uh, areas or whatever, like they get in trouble. Yeah. Because China, like they love basketball. And so they, they, like the NBA gets a lot of money from... Yeah, so yeah, it's like, they don't want to risk that fucking golden goose. Yeah, same thing with movies. Yeah, it's like so. Do you that remember, sucks. That so purchasing remember, power like, has such such a hold on people. Do you remember you when, know? when people were like noticing, like, wow, what was it? I forget what it's called, but it's like, oh, like the Oscars are like super white. Yeah, it's sure. Like, well, because a lot of these films are made with because the Chinese, uh, um, uh, what do you call? Cinema, whatever, like I, I'm their their business. They're, they're the whole the whole industry. Thing. Yeah, their industry. Yeah. It's so much money. Sure. And it's like they. I mean, this is a this is a big generalization, and I'm sure it doesn't apply to everyone in China. It'd be fucking weird if it did. Mm. But for the most part, they kind of they just kind of want to see like Asian <laughs> people and white people. There's like they don't want to see black people. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's like. And then, yeah, and Not so they're bad. paying money. That was, so that's another reason why capitalism is so evil. Yeah, it's, it's weird. <laughs> because it's racist. Yeah. Because it taps into racist, the, the most racist inclinations of the people with the most purchasing power. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it's like, well, I can be racist if I have enough money. 
Yeah. <laughs> Which is what I call the beauty of capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it's just interesting to see the stuff that is affected by the, the Chinese market. Yeah. yeah. It is such a big market. Yeah. What a huge market. You know, a I'm, consolidated, I'm, billion-strong market. I'm sure they're lovely people, but there's <laughs> some stuff that comes out of there that I kind of go like, what? What? Well, okay. there's a lot of stuff that comes out of here that, that I'm sure people are like, what? Well, yeah. I mean, duh. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of it. We're not in a place to judge. I'm well, just saying. Luckily, we're not the only evil spot. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, we're not. Luckily, we were not racist anymore. I think we just. Yeah, we, yeah we're done. We're done being racist. We had guys. a conversation. Last <laughs> we speak. Week. Yeah. I speak. Pat and I spoke to the nation. And the nation we're <laughs> in general, we've decided we're not racist anymore. Well, I pointed out to them that it's kind of dumb. They're like, oh. yeah. Well, here's the thing. So Europe was actually more systematically racist than any society in human history up to that point. Dude, they like, are, they were so racist. They were so racist, and like they, they committed hated, so much genocide. They hated Irish people. Yeah, think about that. I was okay. So this is in that documentary. Uh, again, it's called Exterminate All the Brutes, and it's it's pretty interesting. It's a really good fucking documentary. But uh, they they mention about how, like, there are, like, writings from English noblemen when they were, like, invading Ireland saying that, like, that the, the Irish were not descended from human beings. Oh, they geez. were actually descended from apes. Sure. And, why not? Why not? Makes sense. And the like English that. are descended from, like, angels. <laughs> You know, and so it's like that justified the like the the hardcore brutality yeah. that the English met the Irish with. Yep. You know, hey, let's colonize these ape men, these ape men. And it's just these like drunken apes. Yeah. <laughs> these corn, beef and cabbage loving. Yeah. Bog leaping. <laughs> Guinness slurping. Pete smoking. Pieces of garbage. Yeah. Eight men. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that is mind-blowing to me. Okay, so anyway, the point of all this... What's the point, then? <laughs> ...is that Rudolf Steiner had some opinions about this, kind of. Okay? <laughs> I fucking bet he did. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. this is where it gets a yeah, little so troublesome. So did my grandparents. Yeah. <laughs> Here's where it gets troublesome. Here's where it gets troublesome, but also kind of weirdly nuanced. All right. So he... He did believe in the rise and fall of certain civilizations, okay? And he agreed that the only two civilizations that are, uh, like, fully civilized are <laughs> are the Aryans, or Nordic okay. society, and, here's the twist, the, the Semites, the Semitic uh, 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 peoples or the Semitic ethnicity. So okay? let me ask you this. So he thought that Jews and Germans were both the most civilized groups. That's interesting. Okay, that's really wild. And it's weird that he would isolate. So it's already it's it's weirdly racist to isolate them. Yeah. Um, and here's the really thing. The, the real thing that he gets in trouble for <laughs> is uh is he s declares that the Semitic slash Jewish civilization is waning. And what they need to do is to abandon their ideals as Jews and to assimilate with Europeans. Okay. Okay. So that's controversial in, in so far as like he so he was he was very anti Zionist. Right. He he didn't believe that Jews had a right to, you know, their own homeland. How long 
long has Zionism been been a thing? Since the 1800s? Since the 1800s, yeah. Since, like, I would say the 1870s. Okay. I would would argue. Um, Or I I can look that up. It doesn't matter. But, but yeah, a specific date. I'll give you you 1875. Sure, 1875. Yeah. But, so he... It's weird because, again... There was a, this whole maelstrom of like racial thinking in Europe. There was a whole spectrum of it. So there are people who are like virulently racist and anti-Semitic, and that's who ended up winning out with the Nazis, unfortunately. Nice. But there are also people who are like racist in a technical sense, insofar as they understood that or they they felt that there were fundamental differences between races, but they didn't really order them in a hierarchical sense. They didn't say that one race oh, okay. was better than another. They just thought like, okay, well, there's like, there's black people are good at this, white people are good at this, okay, yellow people are good at this, okay. like that sort of thing. Interesting. Uh, he was more in that second camp, and he also was saying that like, you know, the Jews contributed a lot to Western society as a whole, but Judaism specifically is on the is on the outs. Okay, <laughs> what a and thing to say. and that they should and that anyone who considers himself Jewish. Should should abandon it and just join Europeans. So he didn't think it was a racial thing necessarily. It was more of an idealistic thing. Okay. It was more of like a value system thing, huh. uh, where he was saying that like you know Jews aren't racially impure, and therefore shouldn't be eradicated off well, the face of the go. planet. Okay. He was more saying, uh, look, you're it's it's sort of like you're you're supporting the wrong team, and you should just like root for another team. Okay. It's sort of like that. Still not great. Yeah, not the best. <laughs> Still not great, but better than what Nazis were thinking. I guess it's better than what, after you told me that, I was like, God damn it. So I guess it's not quite as... It's not quite as bad, but yeah. it's still bad because it's still kind of denigrating a 5,000-year-old cultural pretty, tradition. It's you know? old, yeah. dude. Like, there's a lot. Yeah. There is a lot happening. Yeah, it's, it's pretty old. And the only thing that I would say to maybe try to redeem him... Is that he 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 got uh, as as a lot of people did, got swept up in this like racialist thinking uh, that was happening in the late eighteenth, late nineteenth, early twentieth. Like a like a like a nationalistic thing, you think with this guy or or like so a little bit. It was a little bit at first. He did think that like in a way that like G- Germanic peoples or or like you know Northern European peoples were. Um, not superior necessarily, but like we're at the forefront of advancing civilization. Okay. Okay. And he, he, but the thing, the only like caveat or the only thing that like I think tempers that is that he believed that cultures come and go. So he believed that like, as opposed to the Nazis who thought that like, you know, the Aryan race should, you know, is being discriminated against now and will succeed in a in a world war and then rule forever, right? He didn't think that. He thought that the Aryans were probably in ascendance and then they would decline and some other culture would come and take their place. And it I could be who? it could be anybody. Yeah, Australians, it could be it could be like some African culture, you know, it could be some Latinx culture, you know? Yeah. Like it could be anybody. He was not he he did not um exclude that possibility. Hmm. Okay. 
Like he thought, like yeah, like white people are the best right now, <laughs> but they might not be the best later. <laughs> so he's well, like yeah, kind of a half racist. Look, he's a half racist. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's the Chicago Bulls sucked for a long time after yeah. Michael Jordan left. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. So it's it's sort of like, like that. that. So yeah. what you're saying is Chicago Bulls represent the Aryans. Yeah. Interesting. That's an interesting theory. Yeah. It's, okay. Yeah. A, a three peat a three Reich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Phil Jackson's the Fuhrer. Oh, <laughs> He's like Buddhist somehow. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um oh, where was I? Uh yeah, so he he came up with this this whole idea of uh the anthroposophical society uh where um you know, human beings are on the march, he was influenced by Hegel in a way. Um, and again, we talked about Hegel, but we should probably do a repeat episode of that because Hegel, let me tell you, very complicated. What we should do with some of these <laughs> the topics that we've covered a long time ago is we yeah we can do uh, we can call them retakes. That's what I think we should do. I think we have to do that because yeah. <laughs> should probably try to like remember. yeah. But anyway, so Hegel talked about uh uh. Basically, there's a, there's a, a progressive like teleological march towards uh, a, a pinnacle in history, right? Where where spirit and mankind will meet together in this like weird apex of like a singularity almost. Okay, between humans and spirituality. Humans and spirituality. Okay, and so um, we're getting somewhere. Yeah, so Rudolf Steiner kind of took that cue and believed in that as well. And he came up with a lot of like practical philosophies to attain that goal, right? Like, uh, like uh, he came up with a whole system of education called the Waldorf system, which is like you know, um, it's when you heckle uh, the Muppets, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, it's when you heckle the yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's two, there's two competing schools of thought. It's the the Waldorf <laughs> school and the Statler school. <laughs> They're just so mean. Yeah. Why, why? Why even go to the show? Yeah, you're, one you're is gonna... just meaner than the other. But like, why, like, why, why go? Why watch the show? You know, you're not gonna like it. You don't like anything. Yeah, you don't like anything, guys. Well, because you challenge yourself. Yeah, it's almost like that's the bit. Um. So he he also came up with this other thing called. Uh oh, hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Jazz fusion. No, c- c- close though. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is. Uh, it's called Eurythmy. Okay, so Eurythmy is an expressive movement art. <laughs> what? what the fuck? It's a it's a performance art that's sort of like it's sort of like it's like medicinal dancing. <laughs> what? So Eurythmy is kind of like a form of expressive like interpretive dance. So who can wait, wait, our boy Rudy came up with this? He came up with this, yeah. Why? <laughs> because he thought that it, I don't think of the Germanic that, people as being particularly interested in dance. Dance, no. And if they do, it's like this weird like shitty kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's it, it was um It's no Irish step dancing. That that Not a, quite. It's a performance art. It's also used in education, especially in Waldorf schools, which okay. again is the system of education that um, uh, that Steiner came up with, and it's part of anthroposophic medicine. Um, I bet it is. 
Which is, yeah, which is like the arm of medicine that's associated with the Anthroposophic Society. God, I fucking hate that word. Why did he name it that? It's, it's, it's really is annoying. Is that the word he uses? Anthroposophy. Because I was wondering if that was like from the, the joyman or whatever, but it is, it's a Greek word you said earlier. So well, it's a, it's, it, it comes from the Greek. I mean, it's a Greek-derived word. Mm. Yeah. Anthroposophy. God, I fucking hate that. I hate it. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's part of anthroposophic medicine, uh, so it's used for therapeutic purposes. Um, and like some people like claim that it can like get you, you know, off of drugs and stuff. Doing and, these and dances, you, and you believe this? No, I don't. I don't believe any of this. Okay, interesting. Very interesting. So a lot of this is kind of pseudoscientific. Um, a lot of his like practically applied methods. I think are pseudoscientific, but in terms of his like philosophical ideas, I think that some of them hold water. Like I think that there, I, I think it's plausible that there is an, an entire spiritual dimension that we could have access to the the realm of fairy. A little bit, kind of, yeah, like the realm of fairy, Hawk. yeah. Um, Tanya. Uh, I think there's a, th- a term called Satoshi. Hold on. Satoshi. No, hold on. Uh, it's a Zen term that means uh, achieving emptiness. And um, hmm. uh, in English, we call it deaning. <laughs> emptiness. It's called deaning. Uh, someone made me empty? Uh, someone made me empty? Oh, Satori. It's called Satori. Has anyone seen my Satori? Uh. <laughs> So Satori is a is a Zen concept. The internet is trying to kill me. That when you realize that you do not hold any sort of identity in yourself. Hmm. Like you're not Pat. I'm not Ben. I'm like okay. <laughs> See if we can do this right now. Okay, let's do try, it. Try try to meditate right now. We're gonna try to meditate, okay? I meditate. So take a deep breath. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, look at look at a point in the middle of the room. It's hard to concentrate when I'm just staring at your handsome face. I know. Don't don't stare at my handsome face. Okay. Look don't at the plate at between us there. Okay. Okay. Now just look there's, at there's it. There's many dirty plates in between. I know, us, but so just look at look at the one the gray plate. Okay. Okay. I'm staring at it. Now you're just looking at it. Okay. Now don't look at it. Don't look at it. Just lay your eyes on them. Oh, this. And you, and you just yeah, breathe yeah, in yeah, and out. Yeah, sure. Okay. What this is. Yeah, and it you is. don't... Yeah, any sort of thought... Like meditation fucking madman, dude. Or perception that comes across your, your, your mind. You, you, know, you don't get mad at yourself for thinking of anything. You because acknowledge you're, it and push it away. Yeah, you, exactly. You, you acknowledge it and push it away. Then, you fucking <laughs> okay. asshole. So I'll never tell eventually, you. <laughs> eventually, by doing this, you attain a, a state called Satori. Yeah. And it's when you recognize... It's when you recognize your own emptiness. And that's not a bad thing. No, it's not, it's a, not a bad thing at It's all. not a bad thing. It's, 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 to no, recognize, really. it's to recognize that you're not limited by your body. Yeah. You're not limited by this face, right? Like, what's inside of your face is not different than what's outside of your face. And yeah, in a, in a world that is pretty much just nothing but stimuli. Stimuli and, and nothing but change. Not, nothing but constant yeah. change. And you're uh, one with this change. Yep. Yeah. Whatever may be, may be. Dude. Yeah, que sera, sera. Case, no, it's whatever may be, may be. <laughs> I don't even, que sera, sera. I don't even know what the fuck that means. 
So anyway, so I think that that uh, like accessing Satori is similar to what this guy is talking about. So, like uh, accessing accessing what's behind the veil, you know? Yeah. What's on the other side? Um, what what Kant would call noumena, right? As opposed to phenomena. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Remember that LL Cool J song? Something like a phenomena. Uh, something like a phenomena. Yeah, like a shark hat. <laughs> yeah, deep blue sea. My head is like a shark. Then. Um, LL. LL. Ladies love Cool James. I bet they do. <laughs> they probably do. I mean, look, he's like... He's a good-looking guy. Adonis, dude. He's like jacked. He's like 55. He's also like not old. Like, I always forget, he was, like, 16, 17 when he started. Really? Yeah, he was oh, a mad young dude. Like, he, mm. he was, like, a teenager, I'm pretty sure. So that's why he's still around. Like, Snoop Dogg's the same way. Yeah, yeah. Snoop Dogg's, like, 52 or something. Like, he's not old. Yeah, he's not old at all. I kind of want to look that up. But anyway, so that's that's kind of it with him, yeah. um, with, with Steiner. Uh, again, so he's not... I, I, I'm not going to say that he's a Nazi, because that was the thing, that was the main thing that was tripping me up while I was researching him. Um, I'm not going to say he's a Nazi. He might have been a bit of a white supremacist, but that was, and not to make excuses for him, um, I, I think it was sort of a product of the times that he ended up that way. And um, I, he hasn't like reputed, he, he never like repudiated it explicitly, but I think he he sort of went back on it. And he never really thought that like, anybody was inferior than anyone else. Well, look, it's, it's incredibly naive to think that the, the times that someone is in isn't going to affect the way that they think and the sure. way that they see the world and the stuff, the work that they do, whether it be um, something like this, which is more philosophy, or making art or doing whatever. And when yeah. people look back on stuff and they're like, I'm, also, I'm not talking about like slavery or anything like that. You yeah, know what I mean, like that's fucked up. That should never have been a thing. Obviously, should have. Yeah, never been, been a thing. thing. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, yeah, yeah. Re- very Christian of you. But it's it's basically it's like it's 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 again incredibly naive to look back on to someone like this guy and be like, yeah, but like he's also like kind of right. So I was like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, what, well, like, they all were. Look where he is, and look what <laughs> look what the fucking. And here's the thing: yeah. he he also did come out against anti-Semitism several times publicly, um, and he was also attacked by the Nazis uh, when when they Wait, were. S- when did this creep die? So he died in 1925. Okay, so which is about, okay, so which they, is before okay. before the Nazis really came to full power. Yes, but he he. Uh, at several points right before he died, he made it known that he thought that like the the ascendance of the right wing like Nazi party. So th- it wasn't. Co- I don't think it was the Nazi party per se just yet at in, in 1925. But there was a whole white supremacist movement, fascist movement that was kind of gathering steam. Um, he said publicly that like if this happens if they take over that will be the downfall of western civilization hmm. so he 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 thought he he thought that the nazis were no good 
no good. Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, so he was like, he was very anti-fascist. Nazi punks fuck off. That's what yeah. he said. He was very anti-fascist. He wasn't necessarily like, you know, anti-racist. Yeah, he, was anti- yeah, he just hated fascism. He just hated fascism. Yeah. Sure. And it was a little racist still. Yeah. yeah. Like a lot of people are anti-fascist and also still kind of racist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're called auto unions. <laughs> I mean, honestly, they're called most unions. Man, say what you want about the Italians being racist, but man, they're they got some terms that are kind of funny. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's just fucking out of the like watching the Sopranos. Uh, the refer he refers to Hesh as he goes. He goes like, ah, oh, that's what I get for like bargaining with you desert people. Yeah. <laughs> What a, what a thing! What a way to put it. Yeah, desert people. Desert people. Because <laughs> he's Jewish. Like, I know. So silly. I know. Fuck. The no. thing is, I wouldn't be offended by that because I'd be like, I'd be like, yeah, we made it a long way since then. <laughs> well, and also, it's funny that you bring that up. It's just like. <laughs> it is, also, it's like, yeah. I mean, it's it's just bizarre. Yeah. How many desert people live on high rises in Park Avenue? You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like. Uh, I don't know. It's you know the thing about the uh, the Jews is that <laughs> it's like I see it's 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 like people if you're anti-Semitic or you think Jews are terrible or whatever, it's like they've been around for so fucking so long. And they've gotten yeah. through so many things, and it's like how do you like? I don't know. It's, I don't it's, know. it's, it's like it's like if, if if your whole thing is like I pull myself up by my bootstraps and I fuck, you know what I mean? It's like, well, how then? How do you look at the plight of the Jews and be yeah. like, yeah, but also like I don't like those guys. <laughs> Why? Well, they killed Christ. Yeah. Well, if they didn't, first of all, they didn't, and second of all, even if they did, or any or any black people who are like successful and they're like they were literally in chains, right? Literally brought over here in chains. It's it's. How do you how do you how do you hike up your bootstraps when you're when you're well, you're you in chains because they yeah. kidnapped you yeah, yeah. They can't they kidnapped you yeah but like the thing the thing about the thing that I always think is strange when when people are like upset at the Jews for like killing Christ is like a blood curse or something yeah it's like but that that was the whole point of Jesus <laughs> Christ yeah. coming to. I almost said coming to America, uh, coming to <laughs> coming to the planet. Like, yeah. And also, um, it was the goddamn Romans. So once you pump your brakes, yeah, pal. If G- what if Jesus came to the earth, came to Earth, and he's like, "All right, here's what I think," and then everyone's like, "Okay." It's like the whole point. He's a he's he's he's, a, he's called the Lamb of God. He's a sacrificial thing. Yeah. He's supposed. It's suppo- to he's die. supposed to die. He's supposed to see every sin that will ever occur ever in Golgotha. That sucks. And then fuck. Yeah, he saw every sin ever. And then he was like, well, that's, that's something. That's horrifying. Yeah, and then he was killed. And he's like, these are the people I'm dying for. I just saw all the horrible things they did, and I'm still going to do it. When do they say that? Did they say that in the Bible? Um, That's a teaching that, that I've heard a priest say. I've, um, I've never heard that before, but yeah, that's, that's that horrifying he, if that that's true. That's he, so traumatic. Well, yeah. Seeing the worst things that ever anyone has ever done. That everyone. <laughs> that has ever done or ever will do. Yeah. And then the point is that. He Poor saw fucker. The, yeah. The point of that. <laughs> Poor is that, fucker. That he saw that and still was like, 
all right, but I'm still going to be yeah. the sacrificial lamb for you. And it's like, again, if you didn't, you yeah, because I die for our sins, you th- and that's idiot. what makes him great too. Is because yeah, he rules. Is because if I if it were if it were up to me, I would probably like watch like half of that shit. <laughs> like if it was a real, yeah, <laughs> like a blooper <laughs> reel, a blooper reel of the worst sins committed by oh, mankind. God, yeah, man. I'd watch like like maybe a minute of it, and I'd be like, that's enough. You know, it seems like these fuck people these people are like really <laughs> horrible. Yeah. Like, well, what, what, what's so bad about them? It's like, well. You don't want to know. Yeah. Get, don't get me started. Don't even get me started. Yeah. It's Punches Pilot. All right? Yeah. Punches Pilot. Punches Pilot. <laughs> Man, when I was young and I was in Sunday school, and they're like, yeah, his name was Punches Pilot. I was always like, what the? That's kind of weird. Punch us, punch us Pilot. You know what's so strange <laughs> about being a kid is that you have all of these misconceptions because you you hear something and you're kind of like, what is that about? But like, you, you just, think you, it's about one thing, and then. You, but but what's so funny? You don't ask. Yeah. You just hear something and you're like, well, that's what it is, I guess. And it's like, no, you misheard, and also your brain's still developing. <laughs> well, so one thing that's that kind of that sort of reminds me of is, uh, I, what, I I first saw the movie Wayne's World when I was like seven. Okay. Okay. No idea where this is going. <laughs> yeah. And so they do that thing where they're like swing, swing, oh, sure. yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. When like girls are walking by. Yeah. Now I know what that means. Sure. I know what that means now. Right. But when I first saw it as a seven-year-old little boy, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just thought it was a funny thing that they were doing. So I would go yeah, around and just go swing, swing, swing. <laughs> because I didn't know what it meant. I thought it was just a funny thing. That's it's hilarious. just yeah, just like popping your crotch out and yeah. going swing at um, people. I think I would do that to men and women. Sure, <laughs> I think uh, Ben doesn't discriminate. Yeah, I th- I think that I understood that it was them saying that this is like a hot lady or whatever. See, I didn't even get that until later. Yeah, you know, you're kind, you know, you're like a. I'm slow. Yeah, you're. <laughs> I'm slow yeah, in that way. Big deal. Who cares? I'm very smart in some ways. Well, there's I'm very some slow. stuff that, that that like I go back and watch, and I'm just like. Like literally, there'll be certain. I can't. I can't think of an example right now. But there'll be things that that I've watched in my thirties. Yeah. That I rewatch, but I haven't seen this in forever, and I'm like, holy shit! Oh, that's what that meant. There, there is yeah. a joke in the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Okay. Where <laughs> they they do this thing where they all meditate. Okay. To like reach Splinter. This is when they they Splinter was kidnapped. Raph was beaten up. They go to the. They go to oh, the I remember this. Fun, I think okay? I remember this. Yeah. Casey Jones is in the house. Raphael so, is kidnapped too, isn't he? He w- no, he wasn't kidnapped. He got in a big fight, and then they they end- he he took on a bunch of them, and then they ended up beating him up, and they threw him through a skylight. Oh, that's right. Okay. And so yeah. you're like, okay, and then you watch it, and um, I don't remember exactly what the phrase is, but while they're like trying to like meditate to find out th- where where Splinter is and and, and reach him, someone says a word to Raphael uh, that he takes as like being homoerotic. And he's like, what are you talking about? I haven't looked at a guy since I've been here. Okay. And like, as a kid, you're just like, well, I don't know what that means. And like a lot of times when you're a kid, you kind of see stuff like that. And you're like, well, I don't really get what that means, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's probably an adult thing that I I'll I'll figure out later. And I, then like you watch it as an adult and you're like, Oh, he's making a gay joke. Yeah. (laughs) strange. We were kids, and it's so violent. (laughs) It's like, now I get it. (laughs) The most successful independent film 
for a very long time. Uh, that was replaced by Home Alone, though, right? No, 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 no Home Alone's uh, not an independent big, film. Big fat Greek wedding. Oh, okay, yeah. That's an independent film. <laughs> Isn't that weird? So was Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Like, it's so strange to think about. It is weird. Do you know the story behind Ninja Turtles movie? Yeah, well, a little bit, yeah, because Noel fucking ambushed me with it. Yeah, he did. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> there, there's a lot of ups and downs getting it made. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We should create something like the Ninja Turtles. Here's what we should do. We need to create something very successful. Here's the thing. sell it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. so what do we do? Um, What's your idea? Uh, I I got a message from Jean earlier. Thank you, Jean. About yes. uh, she was really encouraging us to work on the wrestling philosopher idea. Oh yeah, we yeah. had an idea. Like write. illustrating, like a, a doing like a like a wrestling a wrestling motif. Yeah, the idea of, of in the background of the screen is a screenplay about about backyard wrestlers that focuses on their lives, but. Whenever you see them wrestling, they're clearly playing philosophy. Characters. Yeah, major philosophers. Yeah, so one of them's Nietzsche, one of them's like whomever. And it's Marx, like, Socrates. It's never commented on. Yeah, it's, like it's the worst idea for a, a wrestling. <laughs> why would that be the Why would that be the gimmick? It makes no sense. I think it'd I be could great. Not stop laughing about it. it yeah, was so fucking. I, I think we should do that. I thought it was so funny. Yeah. Why well, I, I have to finish my biopic uh, screenplay that I'm writing? About about who? This guy, uh, Nick. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Nick who? Burgers. <laughs> he was just like a really nice guy. He loved his family and his friends. <laughs> Nick Burgers. Nick Burgers. They loved him too. <laughs> yeah. I got to be honest with you, Ben. I really wish that I picked a different subject. There's not much to this guy's life. Yeah. <laughs> like, why don't you? Why don't you pivot? We can work on this. He was. Yeah. He was like a lawyer. It's like I don't. Nick Burgers, attorney at law, environmental lawyer. It's like not even anything in like that you like, He's actually understand. vegan. He's like he hates the name burgers. <laughs> yeah, it's a biopic of the first vegan lawyer. Yeah, his name is Nick Burgers. <laughs> yeah, he's the first vegan lawyer to to uh, to argue in front of the Supreme Court. Okay. Yeah, that's what we're that's what that's that's the screenplay I'm working on. Again, I wonder like that has to have happened already. You know, like realistic speakingly, uh, realistically speaking, um there must have been a a vegan lawyer who has argued for the Supreme Court, where that was the first vegan lawyer, like yeah, it wasn't. Probably. Yeah, no one's made a big deal about it because, like, it was. It's not germane to the to the case. Yeah, it's just like a really <laughs> boring detail about someone. Yeah, their diet. Who cares? Yeah, but it's probably happened by now. Probably. Yeah. I'd like to find that person. Let's find the first vegan lawyer. To well, argue. The show. From... We'll, we'll talk about their struggles with like dairy or whatever, and yeah. But like, how do you eat cereal without milk? <laughs> <laughs> So, what's your favorite vegetable? Yeah, what's your problem? <laughs> Don't you miss cheese? I love cheese. Vegan uh, <laughs> desserts are, are usually quite good. They're pretty good. Because Oreos because are vegan. You can use sugar. However, some of there's this weird process, I guess, with uh, sugar that it's like put through like bone marrow. Something. Oh uh yeah, it's it's filtered somehow through like uh like yeah, burnt cow bones. Or something weird. It's like it acts as a kind of like cow a charcoal skeleton. like a char- charcoal filter sort of thing. Yeah. It's so yeah, so sure. That, how mad would you be if you were vegan and you were just chowing down on like Teddy Grahams or something and then it's like 
Oh, actually, that has like bone char in it. It'd be like that's that, that's almost worse than eating the flesh of them. The thing, the thing eating is, their bone char. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad because that'd be like serves me right. Yeah, <laughs> for trying to be vegan. Serves me right. Yeah, it must be hard. It seems yeah. hard, and it you it know. just seems unreasonably hard. Like I get it. I get the sentiment, and like I'm all for it. You know. Yeah, sure, anti cruelty, but it's like ah, too hard. It's, 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 I'll say this about about the the vegans uh, is that it, it is it is it's taken to a um, to me at least somewhat unrealistic um, you know that's what I'm saying yeah supererogatory have you ever heard that term before no supererogatory is uh, it's a philosophical term in ethics that means going above and beyond what's expected of you ethically hmm. so that's sort of what veganism is to me it's like it's it's like you don't have to be vegan to be a good person. But if you want to, yes, you don't have to be vegan to be a good person. (laughs) But if you want to be like extra good, you can be vegan, right? You know, and in so doing, avoid the uh, the needless suffering of animals and other living living beings. Uh, I mean, I I try to eat in your diet. I try to eat meat only at dinner. However, that's really more for um, health reasons. I don't give a fuck about. Cows. I don't either. I'll I'll you know, eat meat. I'll you know eat meat hard whenever. Life is, go fuck yourself. I'll tell you. I'm. I'll I'll eat meat whenever I want to. Yeah. I'll never give it up. Sure. <laughs> Why not? Do it, man. Do it. Eat, I like it. Eat steak. I want to watch you eat steak. I'll let you watch me eat steak. Because <laughs> like, if I eat steak, my foot will start hurting. So it's like, well, fuck, it sucks. Don't worry. There's chicken. It's fine. I I get I get turned on when you watch me eat steak. <laughs> It's good for me as well as for him. <laughs> One thing that, that I did forget, and we'll wrap up our episode yeah. after this, um, is that on The Sopranos again, I totally forgot the scene where his dad like brings home like free meat, and like the mom is like s- s- like Li- Livia is like super turned on about it. Oh, so, I don't remember that. I yeah, kind well or maybe a little bit. It's when it's when Anth- it's when Tony Soprano has his first panic attack when he's a kid. Okay. It's connected to meat because his father brings home. He he, he witnesses his father cutting uh, the Satriel guy, cutting his pinky off because he hasn't paid him off yet. Oh, yeah, and that's right. I remember he sees that. that. And he sees that he gets meat. He This is how he feeds his family with this stuff. And then he goes home and the mom is like clearly like a little turned on by it. Yeah. And they start dancing and he grabs their ass and stuff. And it's like this weird thing where it's like parental sexuality mixed with <laughs> violence. And then like. She gets like yeah. after that she's just back to being like a cold person. Uh-huh. She just faints. It's like yeah, dude, that sounds like a lot to deal with. What if you're if, you, if my <laughs> father was like a fucking capo in an organized crime family? Yeah, I'd probably have panic attacks too. That seems. I, I mean, very I'd be really stressful. worried. I'd be so worried because I'd be I. I would start thinking when I was when I get to be around like fifteen, sixteen. I'd be like, oh fuck, he probably wants me to take over. Yeah. And I'd be like, I don't want to. <laughs> I really don't want to. I wonder what his dad wanted. I feel like his dad probably didn't want him. That's the thing. That's the other thing is like he I feel like young. That's why he yeah. has to mob up. Yeah. He 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 gets his son. I think he knew he was dying, so he gets his son. Like um, he get he make, makes Tony made he gets him to become a made man like way quicker than you normally do. I think is what it was. Oh, is that true? Okay. Yeah, because I think he knew he was dying. Is the bit. But so that means that he did want him to basically well, take no, over. No, he's like, you have to make money for the family. Oh, so. okay. So it's like a necessity thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Crazy. Let's join the mob. I've been watching Sopranos. <laughs> I can do it. Hey. Oh, watch out. You almost ran over my meatballs. You know what's funny is that, so, like, Nora's been working oh. for, for, uh, for Russian House again. Nice. And uh, I... The bar. <laughs> yeah. And I want to... And we've been... It's a pretty cool bar. And we've been, like, kind of talking about how, like... What if we get mobbed up with the Russian mob through the, there? The Russian mob is because okay. Here's the thing. What I'm I'm like eighty percent sure that that place is a little mobbed up. You think so? A little bit. I wonder what the a organized bit. crime. I almost feel I'm almost a little worried about even saying that. Well, I'll edit that out <laughs> if you want, but it's like... I I think they I think they have they gotta have some kind of connections. Maybe. I do. The Russian mob, man, is the scariest thing yeah. in the world. <laughs> the, the Velveeta Room. Uh, we, we're, we're, we're mobbed up. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> what mob? Uh, the, the, the clown Trin- mob. The Trinidadian mob. <laughs> They're kind of nice. Actually, those, the, those guys are hardcore, too. Are they? Well, yeah. I just remember hearing about, well, not maybe not, um, what's it called? Trinidad specifically. And don't even get me started on Tobago. But but uh there is a large Caribbean presence in British organized crime. Really? Yeah, like cuz there's a lot of like cuz you know, they all used to be British, not all of them, but they a lot of them used to be British uh colonies. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. So there's a lot of like Jamaican there's like a Jamaican mob in London. Huh? Yeah, I've and they and they're like supposed to, they're mob. supposed to be brutal. Apparently, they like attack people with machetes and shit. Oh wow! Yeah, I don't think I knew about. So that. that's cool. Fucking yes. Yeah. <laughs> so what do we do? Do we join up? We join the Russian mob. <laughs> okay. Are, let me ask you this: because then, <laughs> How strict are they about the whole being Russian thing? Because I'm not Russian I think, at all. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think they're less they're less strict about it than the Italians are. Yeah, those guys are fucking... Yeah, you're not allowed in at all. I mean, they fucking love being Italian. Yeah. I think think we could join the Russian mob as long as we, like, earn for them, you know? Yeah, as long as as we're cool. cool guys. Yeah. Yeah, we can't... I don't don't know how to make money for you, but, like... Here's the thing. If we reach reach 500 (laughs) uh, subscribers for our Patreon, we will join... Pat and I will join the Russian mob. Yeah. If we get 500 people... To, 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 to give us money on our Patreon, then we will, in fact, uh, attempt to join the Russian mob and we'll talk about it on the Patreon. That won't get us killed. Yeah, not at all. We'll be fine. Um, I, so I, I don't know exactly what our position would be, but we are, we're working on it. We're, we're yeah. trying to, to force our we'll way into it. We'll be droogie. Yeah. We're, we're trying to get it going. Droogie. I think it would be like brothers. Brothers. What is it? Oh, I don't remember what it is. I think the the, the entry level position in the Russian mob is like uh, it's whatever is Russian for uh, uh, brother thief. <laughs> well, you know how like like Eskimos have like a hundred words for snow. Yeah, yeah. Russians have like a lot of words for being a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'll uh, tell you. I'll tell you one criminal organization that I don't want to mess with. That's the good people at Curtis. <laughs> No, they are not mobbed up in the slightest. It's the exact opposite. <laughs> no, the These exact opposite. These are kind, benevolent people. Yeah. Who they're purveyors, only... purveyors of comfortable yes. slippers. Folks, the only thing that that these fine people, their their main mission in, in life is to is to help you and help your feet. I'm talking slippers, babe. Talking kurgis. I'm talking kurgis. They make the finest felt slippers that you've ever seen. 
slipped those little tootsies inside of. <laughs> so go ahead, go to Kirgies.com. K. Y R G I E S dot com. I was waiting for you to drop the Y so long. <laughs> K Y R G I E S dot com. You can use our promo code in all caps at checkout to get 15% off. Let's be honest, Christmas is coming up in about seven months. So yeah. why not get started now? It's more what, like eight months. It's like eight months away. If you're listening to my words right now, oh, um, it's, uh, it's seven months. Please. We want we're, we're, we promised the people at Kyrgyz <laughs> that every single listener is going to buy a pair of slippers. That, that's poking the air I'm so poking, emphatically yeah, right now. <laughs> guys, I got to be honest. Um, I, th- I think our people, I think we, we do pretty okay for these guys. However, yeah. it's nowhere near every single one of you. Yeah. So we need every single we need every single one of you, <laughs> or the Russian mob is gonna kill us. We're in so, and I don't even know how they're involved. So there's, it's just life is so confusing. So at checkout, use the promo code in all caps I L K to get fifteen percent off every single purchase you make. Yeah. Look, here's the deal. Stands for I learn nothing. Yes. I L K. Hey Ben, how often do you use your feet? Uh, every day. Same for every me, bro. every single day. I wish I didn't have to, but yeah, uh, you know, someday humanity will overcome our need for feet. Yeah, until our need for day, trudging. Until, <laughs> until that day, why not trudge in style? Kirgis Trudge in style. K y r g i e s dot com. Promo code I l k in all caps at checkout. You can use it multiple multiple times. Got fifteen percent off every single purchase. So do it. Trudge comfortably. Folks, if you're going to trudge, trudge with us. Kurgis. <laughs> As always, uh, keep on thinking hard, my friends. Uh, the truth sucks so bad. So, so bad. So bad. Time is uh, just a son of a bitch. The sea, turns out, is a bastard. Big time. <laughs> and most importantly, if you're not Catholic, you're going to hell. And here's Mercy, Mercy, Mercy. By Cannonball Adderley. Okay, I don't even know that one. All right, listening to a lot of jazz in the morning. Okay, jazz in the morning. Yeah, I feel like a douche, but like I hope Jay doesn't wake up and see me just sitting in the living room listening to jazz, just snapping like a like a cool daddy-o. Yeah, this song rolls. All All right, fuck you.